1: Uh, from the friendly confines of not Wrigley Field, which is usually what precedes uh, Wrigley Field, is the friendly confines of. Really? Yeah, you didn't know that. It's very, no. I, I don't know if it's Harry Carey. Iconic. Uh, but we're in our living room, in our kitchen, and I'm just back from uh, Northern California, basically romping around Guy Fieri's hood, uh, shooting some uh, Guy's Grocery Games. Uh, so I've been out of town for a couple of days. You right. just did me. You just did a little winky, like uh, eyebrow raise to me that's really where i was you sort of raised your eyebrows <laughs> like i wasn't um no with i Guy believe Fieri. you i believe you and um i'm back and uh, today's episode is a lot of fun it's david lewis who is a a friend and a a big time producer on guys grocery games a supervising producer i'm really glad he's here because we haven't had uh as many uh tv show producers in the food space on I mean uh, and the title says it
2: well originally when we were kind of coming up with this podcast and talking about this podcast it was about the 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 stories that aren't getting told right the Mm -hmm. the the about the people that you don't always
1: see right exactly yeah so um and you know I think the 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 guy who read the open for us is like your favorite culinary producers. Culin, culinary. He used to say culinary, but that that's, guy a got fired. that's a different and guy. This is a new guy. That, that guy, I don't know if he got fired. He, let's, he left. Um, but this is fun. So David Lewis. I always has, think
2: of them as computers. So i, I sorry if that was that real. Is a, a real person. I know. Yeah, Jasmine, I realize it is a real it In is my a head, it was a computer like a Siri or yeah. an Alexa that getting fired. Sense. And like, who cares? Alexa will get another job at another house.
1: Good point. Um, but David Lewis, a producer, he's produced hundreds of episodes of Guys Grocery Games since the first season, since the first episode. Um, so that's kind of special. I know we have uh, Dan Cutsforth coming on from uh, Top Chef and some other uh, producer friends of ours as well. But I'm glad to have David Lewis sort of be the first specific uh, TV culinary, uh, no, I mean TV producer. Yeah. He's not a culinary producer. No. Totally different no, thing. No, we no, had no. Sandy Birdsong yeah. on. She She's a culinary producer. F- our first producer. culinary producer, right? Um, and then guess who crashed the episode? Who? Antonio oh uh,
2: Of course she did. Yeah, because I was <laughs> trying to get both of them. She was you know, all up in your Instagram stories too. She was. She was all over it. I, I
1: feel, you know what it is? Because we're friends. Yeah. And I and feel, she's awesome. and she's been on the pod, right? Yeah. One of the first episodes, one yep. of my favorites. Yeah. And I'm comf- comfortable like shooting her. Yeah. Like I <laughs> had Jonathan Waxman in a few too, but like, I feel like I have to ask permission to be like, mm. Hey, Jonathan Waxman, I'm running up on you right now live.
2: Right. And then you don't get good content usually. Or at least I mean, that's my experience with you When I'm like, I'm going to videotape you
1: <laughs> Hold on Hold
2: on, let me make this really weird face And suck in my belly uh, uh-huh. That's just
1: normal, like, dad <laughs> it's, bod it's, sort of stuff Yeah, it's
2: human, human. Speaking
1: of dad bod stuff yeah. uh, It's only a couple days after Valentine's Day You just yeah. cooked me a steak dinner I, like it's, I haven't. Even, it's just resting behind me I know I can it's smell waiting, It's waiting for you The delicious beef juices I did,
2: I made you a nice little steak For Valentine's Day? Uh, well, we're kind of like splat in between uh, Valentine's Day and your birthday so That's true It's kind of both well, I really dog. appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. I mean, it was pretty easy. I, it was you know. a
1: little weird because you're like, "Do you want a steak?"
2: They were uh, on a good, uh, a good price at uh, Whole Foods. Well, that's fine. So they were Amazon. Like, they were like level four animal welfare stuff. So bum, I bum, felt bum, good bum. about buying them, and the kids had one the other day, and there's like two more in the fridge. Jeff so. Bezos saving yeah. us pesos. Yeah, he is
1: at the Whole Foods, but I really appreciate that. I'm going to eat that after like this. Like $9.99 a pound. You just got distracted because Sorry. there's was also curling <laughs> on the television. <laughs> right,
2: and again, speaking of dad bods.
1: The, that guy looks pretty athletic. Some of,
2: I, I guess I was speaking more of the, the US team. That guy
1: looks like Jesse Tyler Ferguson who we're also going to have to bring on. Yeah. Uh, starving for attention. But curling is like hot now.
2: It's the hipster sport. For I sure. think it's a hipster sport. Now I
1: have restaurants, Crack Shack, uh, that I'm affiliated with. They have bocce courts at some of them. Yeah. I think once Crack Shack gets uh, to the northern hemispheres, uh-huh. um, I don't know why I said the, little northern states, yeah. the northern states, The northern states that we should do the curling as we do the bocce. Yeah. Cause I could see that, right? A couple yeah. beers, like I—you I, don't have well, to be incredibly fit to curl. I'm pretty I'm sure
2: you could eat and curl at the same time. I'm just watching these guys, and like, it certainly looks like most of the time you're kind of standing around, kind of like bocce ball style or horseshoe style. Yeah, there's you a, got social, a you got a beer hand. There's free, a social aspect to it. So yeah.
1: listen, if you're listening to this in one of the northern states, Minnesota, Wisconsin, uh, hit us up. <laughs> uh, let's go. Let's go do a restaurant with a uh, with a um, curling. Yeah. I and mean, we could do a curling mini, mini, fries.
2: Can you do a mini curling court? Is there a way to miniaturize it? I think there is. Because it's pretty big.
1: It's already happening, by the way. There's no way that someone has not done that, done some sort of uh, like pool hall, we just don't curling in, hall. Yeah, live up there. So. With ping pong being all the rage now in Southern California, et cetera. Right. Um, so this is exciting. Antonia and uh, David Lewis. One of the things that comes up, because you were not in the uh, room. No, also, I wasn't there a few times. It's been very rare that I've had just people crash my hotel room to do a podcast. Del Talde comes to mind, but this one was like straight uh, talk show style. Like they just sat on a couch and we just kicked it for like an hour and 15 minutes. That's fun. Uh, and this was probably the the first episode that's really like fly on the wall because a lot of like, you know, inside baseball guys, grocery games stuff gets addressed. So it's one of my favorite episodes. You're gonna have to listen to it. Um, one of the interesting parts about it was Salt Bay comes up. Your favorite, one of your favorites. Oh yeah, ones. yeah.
2: How did it? How did, how did that happen? Well, it, it happens on him. I, it happens we, all the time, right? Did so, we introduce Antonia to Salt Bay in the first podcast, or was that somebody or was it Ar, Ar,
1: Ar, Ar- Artie? No, I feel like Artie's too cool. Yeah. Someone I we'll feel have like... To, we, we'll have I think go you're back. right. Let's go back and listen, right.
2: but but possibly maybe that's why oh, it came up. Right?
1: We Well, she's in love. Really, she's in love. Antonio LaFaso is like thinks he's so hot. He's
2: in New York now.
1: He's so in, he's, he's only
2: a short flight away.
1: He's in New York. He's coming to L.A., which is rumored. Is he really? Pretty hard. Did you read he the reviews
2: of, of his New York place?
1: I did read some of the reviews. Did you? But here's... I have to get this out. I am a, uh, a sympathizer mm. and an uh, 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 empathy. I have empathy <laughs> synthesizer? and sympathy. And, <laughs> and Together, a, synthesizer that's a synthesizer of Salpe, I think it's great. Yeah. Well, uh,
2: I, I thought the reviews were... Um, mediocre um, mediocre but but also like very understanding of what it was it's kind of like that museum of ice cream thing that we talked about it you know are you going there for social content <laughs> like are you going there to take pictures for instagram or are you wins. going there to eat right because right. if you're going there to take pictures for instagram it's a it win and you, you might be dropping more money than you probably should on what the food is that you're eating but you're you're getting an experience yeah. you're putting it up on your posts on your wall whatever 100 so and i think that's what the reviews all kind of tipped their hat to was that hey it is what it is and millennials are crazy
1: you're going for a <laughs> Social experience. Quite honestly, to tie it back into this episode, you probably wouldn't have like a Salt Bay restaurant if it wasn't for a Guy Fieri restaurant. Like, it's a there's a similarity there. Like, yeah, part iconic, restaurant, part
2: amusement park. Right. I mean, I don't. It's not amusement park, but part restaurant, part theater. I mean, that's for sure what a lot of celebrity chefs play in.
1: Like, I would love. To, I mean, to bring it again full circle, like guys should be doing donkey sauce tableside. That would be amazing. Himself. Um, but I was surprised. Uh, I mean, spoiler alert. But in the podcast, yeah, you know, uh, David Lewis not not as big of a fan of the Salt Bay. I was kind of huh. surprised by that because I thought he would appreciate sort of the flair and the 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 cinematic uh, effect of. I don't mean the yeah. I mean <laughs> the I think, yeah, I like the salt flare. Yeah, yeah
2: I don't know. I, I can, he's a polaroid. There's no art. I mean, come on. What's the art? Are you kidding? Well, if he's a butcher. He's playing, I mean, I think he's, he's an artistic. A, he's playing a character. You, is he though? I don't uh, know. I, I definitely think he's playing a character.
1: Um, but I revealed again. This is uh, uh, on, I did this on a, as a guest on another podcast. I think that there's more than one Salt Bay. That's my like. I want you to just listen to this episode at the end of it. Okay. Come up with the theory. If there isn't, there should be. Uh, they should weekend at Bernie's this thing and they should have uh, more than one salt because it's not a hard look to achieve. He's okay. got sunglasses so you can right. sort of hide them. Is this like... Slick ponytail. S- there's
2: two Stephen Hawkins. Is this like... Are Ooh. we going down that wormhole? No, this is okay. not as big of... This Listen, is not a conspiracy. This is a business plan. If you have things to do today, don't go Google, did Stephen Hawking die 30 years ago? And we've just been living with an AI version of Stephen Hawking.
1: First of all, I didn't know this. Okay. And like you can tell by my tone that I've been affected. <laughs> yeah, I know. And now this is going to ruin probably my weekend. You're going to just
2: ruin your productivity for like the rest of the day Do at least. you
1: spend a lot of time in the conspiracy <laughs> theory world?
2: I every once in a while dip my toe in. Did you? And I did on this and it was like kind of crazy.
1: Mm. I'm going to ask you a question. This is That's I'm going right. to flip this on you like as if you were the guest. Because okay. it's been my favorite question that I'm st- I stole from another podcast host. Uh, if you had to meet one, aliens or ghosts, who would you meet? Jasmine. I feel like you you asked me
2: this. What did I answer?
1: If you're into conspiracy theories. I remember your answer
2: because it also touched me. You said you don't believe in ghosts, so you would meet (laughs) aliens. (laughs) And I was like, what do you mean you don't believe in ghosts? Um, Yeah, I I think I would meet ghosts. Really? Yeah, I think so.
1: Because why?
2: Um, Because, I don't know, I'm, I'm a little more like, I don't think that things necessarily like live and die the way that you know as black and white as we we make it out to seem so i'd like to to see that you know in proof
1: well people are gonna have to follow you on instagram <laughs> yeah. for, and ask you some questions about this but you're sort of the belief of like eternal energy and that energy right. is a physical thing and it has to go somewhere so like yeah. ghosts are just right the remnant of energy soul yeah sure Wow. See, that's just, I'm just not that bright. I can't get to that point. (laughs) Aliens, I know exist. So that's why I want It's also why
2: you don't like quantum physics or you don't believe it. You told me that last night.
1: No, I need to do more research on quantum physics. I feel like as a molecular gastronomist, I need to know a little bit about quantum physics. They're not that linked, but okay. They're not not that linked. It's not (laughs) like, um, you know, eggless eggs. Uh,
2: It's more like spirituality and quantum physics really like can spiral into each other. But that's for a whole nother podcast, like new, that is, new name. Like, we,
1: You should launch the Jasmine Blaze podcast where okay. it's all conspiracy theories and stuff like that, which perfect would, would probably would rate better than starving for attention. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Um, this is a fun episode. Um, Jasmine, by the way, uh, you know that um, every once in a while when you're not cooking steak for me, um, we get in a dinner rut, don't we? Yeah. And you know that we don't really have time to run to the grocery store, um, but you know where we do love turning to? What? Green Chef. Remember Green Chef? Yeah,
2: they're the best. Yeah,
1: they're back. Uh, They're organic meal kits that bring you the convenience of home cooking combined with fine dining flavor. Um, I like Green Chef because they have a variety of meal plans to choose from, especially now, Jasmine, because you're on this thing. Yeah, do they have a paleo one? Yeah, they have vegan, vegan, paleo, keto, gluten-free, and more. Uh, and they they have the one for you. Yeah. The special Jasmine gotta be one, one of we them. have to do. Uh, and listen, also sign up's easy. You just have to go over to us slash Richard. Pick your favorite meal plan and Green Chef will send you a gorgeous box filled with organic ingredients and easy recipes. Actually, super sidebar. What I really like about Green Chef, like mm. from working yeah. with it, is the ease of like the recipes. Right. And like the pictorials. Right. Uh, yeah. And how, how really easy it is to follow and how they focus on like you're making the meal but like the, the hardcore like flavor moments like they already do for you. Uh, I think they do a really great job. And this week uh, Jasmine and I are really looking forward to cooking up cauliflower fritters from our vegetarian meal plan. Uh, yeah. that sounds exciting. Yeah. Cauliflower is just super hot by the, well, right now by the way. Yeah. Remember I made like that cauliflower rice the everywhere. other
2: day. Yeah, and that's like a, you're like a year behind on well, no, cauliflower not, rice. First I mean of all. like
1: I've been making it 10 years (laughs) for the last 10 years. Sorry. Um, But no, you're right. But now you can just buy the rice in the store, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, But these uh, cauliflower fritters, they're going to take like only 30 minutes. Uh, And they come with ingredients that are pre-portioned and mostly pre-chopped for us, like that cauliflower rice like we were talking about. For convenient and organic meal kits delivered right to your door, go to greenchef.us slash Richard, and you'll get $50 off your first box. $50. That's greenchef.us slash R-I-C-H-A-R-D for $50 off. We're going to have to go jump into that keto plan for sure. Oh, That was a kiss for everyone who can't hear us. You girls are amazing. Thank you so much for hanging out on the podcast. Uh, Does anyone want to give us a sign off and say, this is Riley Blaze. You're listening to Starving for Attention. Go ahead, Rye.
2: This is Riley Blaze, and you're listening to Starving for Attention.
1: Beautiful. Embry, you want to do one?
2: Hello, this is Embry
1: Blaze, and you're listening to Starving for Attention. (inaudible) Meow, (inaudible) meow, (inaudible) meow, meow. Meow, 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 meow. Um, all right, everyone, uh, coming up right now, this is uh, Antonio LaFaso crashing uh, the David Lewis episode. I'm using the loft, by the way. Sorry, you can grab a mic. I have it on because it's the Olympics. When else do we get an opportunity to watch uh, skiing? It, this is when everyone becomes an expert in uh, figure skating.
3: Do you remember what Bill Murray talked about? When it came to the Olympics, no. That there should be one regular person doing what the Olympians are doing for good measure, so that everyone who, at home being like, oh, really? You missed <laughs> yeah, that? Right. Yeah. So that all of those people just shut up. It's because, totally true. <laughs> because I, you can't even go, do a quarter of what no. these people are doing.
1: It happened the other night, like before I came out here, and I was watching figure skating with my mother in law, and like someone. They didn't sync up their triple cow, <laughs> And everyone's like, oh, I can't believe it. Hold on. <laughs> Welcome, David Lewis. Hello. Nice. Hi. Who brought in that roasted chicken flavor with them, by the way? Can I my yes, it's a mess in there. The mic's on already. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's how I like to keep it like nice and raw. You're... I have your
0: vegan scramble ready Is you. that what it is? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Your frozen
1: That's a little weird. <laughs> uh, this is going to be your mic, sir. Okay. So we're gonna get right into this. Wait, David Lewis. Wait, hold on. Oh, hold sorry. on, can we do it? Yeah, yeah. This is a <laughs> this Remember is an it? air horn free zone. This is not triple G. <laughs> no one will get eggs in their pocket on the podcast. Although if you did get eggs in your pocket here, it's wait, gonna be he, this. Did vegan David Lewis just bring that. you a present? I he did. Just brought you just. This have you? Did you try it today? I, no, it, was, it looks not strange. not a sponsor yet of the podcast. But this is just scramble. This is a vegan. Where did uh, you find scrambled that? egg?
0: Well, the I, culinary team had it on set. I think that you. Brought I it. had
1: it shipped. Oh. I have friends. Uh, so a friend, uh, Chris Jones, who's a chef who lives in the Bay Area, um, works on this project, and they also create a, a vegan uh, mayonnaise that's really delicious. Oh, cool, called uh, Just Maya. <laughs> oh what? <laughs> oh, oh, hold on, Catherine McCord. You are gonna be all right? She was sick the other day. Oh, she was okay. Little, yeah, no, it's okay. <laughs> that
3: was me just cracking myself up too quickly. <laughs>
1: that's okay. That's okay. Um, thanks for jumping in on the uh, right on the couch. Oh, you, you've it. assumed like straight like, talk show. Uh, I just said, yeah, the talk show couch.
0: Basically, Antonia had to make sure she's on one side because I just busted through that door, came and sat down.
1: That this was supposed to be just the David Lewis episode yeah. and Antonia came in and is co-hosting now
0: I can just uh wait is not awesome that Antonia Lafosa just crashed David Lewis's party I, <laughs> it really is actually I'm, I'm uh, kidding.
3: That's... I can just be quiet I'll just oh, no really you breeze. can't be quiet I'll breathe heavily you can't be microphone. quiet first of all You're, that's impossible a
1: matter of fact um <laughs> and bef- that's true you can't <laughs> and before we get into uh the David Lewis like origin story doesn't that sound like really mysterious no. oh wow <laughs> Um, the origin, the origin. wait is there any more sparkling Pellegrino can I have some you drink? can have some there of mine. is it's right in the little mini fridge because I take them because I have not reached that status of celebrity that you have <laughs> we'll you just we'll just
3: things from Seth? I, don't
1: really, I don't think that if you take something that's in your trailer home with you that that's stealing I have no,
0: seen no. I've seen crew members take entire flats of water still sealed over their shoulder oh, so cool. I don't I think this is okay
1: but I also love how like this is the Best also favorite. the first episode I've ever done where we've had like three product placements in the first four <laughs> minutes of it without like any sponsorship <laughs> or anything or anyone even trying to like just sneak anything. I'm out. starving. I am so,
0: starving to get you attention. So. It is. Yeah. Do
1: you th- okay? Let me ask you a question. We're friends. Sure. We've steamed together. We many have. times. A matter of yep. fact, this moment that we're sharing right now. Usually would be like in a steam room without a microphone. True. I
3: feel like you've steamed with a lot of men. Like we just had this conversation <laughs> the other day and you're like, oh, well, when we steamed, I'm like, how many men do you steam with? Are
1: you calling me a promiscuous steamer? steamer yes. That's probably I feel like true. you just
3: steam with anyone. But I
1: feel like that's we we've we chat a lot is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. It's, um,
0: it's a very um, above the belt type of steam. Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I know. It's... I just
3: I feel like in the same way, like women are like, so hey, man. let's go get I don't know some tea you guys are you, men are like i'll just go steam well there
1: was before antonio lafaso there was a hotel called the flamingo that we would stay at and it had a nice little steam right room. this is where mm-hmm. the conversation came from that's where it came from right yeah
0: and then we don't have that anymore no it, in fact it was an old swim club style hotel that had a long tower where the letters were vertically placed and when it would rain a couple of the letters
1: would go out so it would just say f me go on the sign <laughs> so called, oh so we called it the f me go <laughs> Nice. You know, this is totally uh, – I don't even know why we're not at the Flamingo anymore. Um, and and look cause at this. guys grocery are getting make more money. A, that was a little quick political scan of like <laughs> what can be said at this moment. I heard it had something to do with Troy Johnson who's coming on the pod <laughs> in a couple episodes, but I'm not, I, know, I, think, I don't know. Well, people such as Chef who would pass out face
0: down in the hallways after drinking sometimes. Oh. contributed. Some, oh, wild, well, some
3: wild, some guys grocery game after hours scenario that really happens. wild
0: times there. I think yeah. perhaps a little too That probably indulgent.
1: that could have led to it. Yeah, uh, we'll ask Brian when he comes on the pod uh, in a couple weeks. <laughs> um, there was always, but there it, so it didn't happen at Latin night though, right? That was one of my favorite. No, Flamingo. that was so
0: cool. This place would have. Um, uh, like elderly water aerobics by day in the big pool, and then at night there would be sometimes like uh, ballroom dancing lessons or tap lessons in their in their function room, and then other times they'd have Latin night, which was like this really crazy big dance night of like all ages. It was like the the young the coming
1: to the. I feel like it was like Sunday sort of or Monday night. It was it was always when I was checking in, yeah. And you had to like go across the dance floor on Latin night. Yeah, that was before on. I was. That was when I was on guys grocery games yes. a lot and then I part, I, one. I part one and then i went on i got banned not banned but i was out for a little while then they brought in antonia and i was your backup <laughs> dancer you were not
3: yeah. <laughs> and it's never
1: been the same i know. she's, she's kind of this is quick little segue to shine on you a little bit this is the year of antonia
3: oh my goodness i just stop. got off
1: the phone with our manager that we share Cameron, yes shout out
3: which David I love also Cameron loves. so much. <laughs> Cameron,
0: <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt on this, but Cameron and I talk on the phone so much, and every time I come back for the season, I call her. I'm like, Cameron, I'm back. She's like, David, it's so good to talk to it's you. Amazing. And we talked about like our wedding plans when because she got married a year before. That's right. I did. That's right. And then I think she's on page six from her. Cameron Levkoff. Was, yes. was on page <gasps> six of the page six. Was it page, was was New it York Post? Times? It was right for De- sure. Probably it Definitely. was New York Times. Of course, I found it on. I had to Google
3: her to try to find
0: her. I forgot what that it reminds, was. That's like a Sex and in
3: the City shout out.
0: Our wedding's yeah. on page
3: six. Well,
1: hold, first of all, is that is that an intentional segue? You know that Cameron had a small role in a Sex in the City episode. What?
3: What? what? How can this foreign go? Where's my phone?
1: Absolutely, oh my you text her right now. Uh, she did have. I don't know if, how, how much uh, dialogue was involved, but she was in a Sex in the City episode. I'm googling this. She's, okay, she's an actor. That's amazing. She's, she's an actor. Okay,
0: so. Former actor, manager extraordinaire.
1: Yes, who uh, managed Richard Blaze through his glory year of 2015, <laughs> when he was on every show on every yep. network. And okay. now, guess who's having that same moment? Antonio, Antonio lafaso I don't know what you're talking about right now. Well, she's shy. She's shy, except when she cooks. She's Okay, nausea. so
0: you were on the phone with Cameron. Yes, and I what forgot happened? what happened. You. Well, it was the. You're
3: talking about it being oh. the
1: year of. Of uh, oh, Antonio I was on, oh today I was right. Is that what I was saying? This. I, what, 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 I got distracted with the air horns. with the
3: Cameron. You said you were on the phone with our manager Cameron lefkoff today about
1: about Antonia Antonia, and I was saying to her, "Why are we I talking was, to
3: me? Why are we talking?" Well, because
1: I, I always sort of gauge like how busy I am through Antonia. And she does the same <laughs> of thing. Of course you do. She does the <laughs> same thing. Of course you do. She does the same thing.
3: Well, Tony. I mean, it okay. kinda, we kind of don't fall in the same wheelhouse. Which like, is good. You're a guy. I'm a girl. You, we're both chefs.
1: We're both proud right. of the, the top chef background.
3: We, yeah, yes. but I, I still think we're... We're
1: both New Yorkers, native. We both live in Southern California. I mean, there's a lot more similarity. <laughs> a lot of similarities uh, that you might not know. But this is your year. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But well, uh, you. you know who's been on a multi-year rung? David Lewis. True. Yes. Producer? Extraordinaire? What, yes. How, what's what's the title?
0: I'm a supervising producer on the show. Um, supervising, supervising producer. Supervising producer. Um, and... I've been on it every episode. I've worked on the show since its first
1: really episode. Its first so, season. Yeah. So, a uh, guy's grocery games back when it shot. In Los Angeles.
0: Yes. In uh, Canoga Park, we shot in a small market that is used for commercials and TV shows.
3: Shout if out you... to Canoga Kimo- Park. <laughs> <laughs> Park.
0: <laughs> um, if you see any commercial with a real supermarket or TV show with a supermarket scene, it's the same. It's Fields Market. It's where we shot. Ooh. But they charged, they charged a lot to close it, and it wasn't what we really wanted for the show. So. Sure. Um, but the best thing about that first season was that we took a lunch break and then came back from lunch and found an old lady walking down the aisles Adorable Shopping like, like Even shopping. though we had security guards in front We had trailers We had blacked out the windows There was so much equipment across the front door It was like she went through a Tough motor competition just to get in the store <laughs> <laughs> and then was just slowly walking through getting ingredients What was she making? I don't remember I just remember that she was like I, we tried to ask her to leave and she's like I just need one more thing I need a loaf of bread <laughs> That's what
1: I mean. I hope you gave her the loaf of bread We did We had everything? To, right. I think we gave her everything for free Yeah We basically paid for the store Because everything. that that was so that was an actual It's an actual market. It's an so actual it's not market. shut for filming. It right. actually is a market. So,
0: right. And so you'll see it in every almost every commercial
1: or TV show that uses a
0: supermarket. So I an American Horror Story recently. A frequently asked Dexter. question,
1: probably yeah. the most with guys' grocery games, is I get on my Instagram a lot is it an actual market? And the answer is I would say.
0: Yeah, no, it's not an actual market. I don't know. But it's a weird question. It's hard to answer it definitively. Well, I think it's set up like an actual market. The reason why I think it's more than just set up like an actual market, I mean, everything scans through the register, everything has the right barcodes, PLU codes. Our registers really work. We, yeah, so it's not. So it's an actual market. It's an actual market, but you're never going to get in there if you're not on the show.
1: Yeah, there's not like a fake, there's not like a all of a sudden, like you knock down an end cap. And it's just a wall. Like everything's right. real. Well, this it's also
3: not like you're making money on the weekends. Right. This, this is, is only for shop. This is only for guys' grocery. But ends.
1: the other day I was thinking, it should just be a digital store. Why why is why is because we're never, not, not? We're not Amazon. We're not trying to create the like Yeah, but Guy fietti 's cl- pretty close true, to being true. Amazon. You might as well just start selling it digitally. I don't
0: even know what that means. We're somewhere between like...
3: I uh, was like, I'm so confused. (laughs) I'm like, so wait, when we're we're cooking on guys' grocery games, I can just email my order? No, it means you're
1: a a hologram, actually. (laughs) No, but what I'm saying... I'm
3: just taking the store. I can just think about the ingredients that I want and they'll just magically appear. A little
1: bit of a, a tech segue, but imagine that. You're watching the episode and all of a sudden... You know, Antonia goes to grab. What would Antonia grab? I don't know. Probably hoisin sauce. Balbuns. <laughs> that's okay. a. Total, ba, ba, ba. That's, <laughs> Guys. Exactly. Guys. That's a, this is how it It was oyster yet. sauce. Okay. Oyster, right. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> so, you know, Antonia's just looking for one of her, you know, very like. Staple. Signature Asian ingredients.
0: <laughs> like, prosciutto. spaghetti. Right. Okay. There you, you go. know That's what, what I would <laughs> think. And
1: we're then all she gonna, goes to grab it. it, and then the graphic comes out, and like, it's like call now you can get Antonio's prosciutto blank 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 it's so you're a good saying idea. it's like an HSN
0: kind of I'm show. saying, I, I'm think saying like
1: I think you're
3: like 30 years spiraling. ahead of your time I think we're spiraling. always. did you ever see the movie with Sylvester Stallone <laughs> and Wesley Snipes and Sandra Bullock Uh White Men Can't Jump no Sandra Bullock was oh, that was in that. Woody Harrelson when when it's like the future and like the in oh, Los Angeles and yes. they're cops and they were cryo-frozen and then they wake up and I don't they're remember like, much of it so and then like everything's in the future and they don't touch each other anymore. They don't have sex. They put like like mapping hats on to have sex and they sounds sit across like, from each other. Sounds like Flavor Town, right? That, that's a, yeah, that's I think no where you're going
0: with that. Town, that's true. Which is also a very. It's one of the rules of Flavor Town. <laughs> there isn't much touching either. So this sounds like we're right on. That's well, true. Well, I want
3: to hear though. You so okay? So you're the executive producer of S- Guys Grocery Games. I am the supervising producer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well but played. you yep. got into producing why?
0: Um, I went to film school and I always thought I wanted to make films until I started working in films and then realized. What, what school? Emerson in Boston. Oh,
3: Zaya wants to go there. Oh, really? We talked about this. Oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah, did yeah. talk
0: about this. Yeah. Um, it was a great experience, and I came out here, and the first thing I worked on was actually up here. We stayed at the same hotel we used to stay at, Hilton, and I worked on Sideways Zoo, which was the, si- the Japanese remake of Sideways.
3: Uh, I was like, it, was, yep, I was like yep. it sounds like you're saying Sideways. <laughs> right, yep. Right, so they were like little Asian guys drinking too much up in Napa? Yeah, it
0: was like the same storyline, except that instead of coming... To going to Solvang to get wine, they flew to L.A. to meet the new American bride's family, and then drove all the way up to Ah. Sonoma, Sonoma and Napa. And basically, the the premise was I want to watch this movie. The 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 reason behind the film was that basically Japan was trying to was becoming a new market for grape wine, and so they were trying to use with twentieth century Fox. You're trying to use a movie to basically promote wine sales. And our budget was just skyrocketing. I mean, it was hemorrhaging money. And so basically every time we needed more money, we just like found another winery and swindled them into shooting on location, having them Cover expenses for us, so we shot at like twenty wineries. When we were was to this do a it. movie that was released uh, by
3: 20th Century Fox? Yeah,
0: it's renamed Yoko Ni, and you can buy it on iTunes. But I've never watched it since working on it. So what I did you like work should, on it as? um As a production assistant, and but that was your first project. That was my first like post post film school. Yeah, my my first like big project, and, and that like, made
3: you say, "I don't ever want to work on a movie again." Yeah, pretty much. I really, like,
0: yeah, because I realized it's everyone. Works together as a as a as a unit, and they all follow their directors or their higher ups. And when they don't work between projects, neither do the people below them. So mm. it's hard to move up and kind of make the money. Right, I see what you're saying. Yeah, because like you travel not... with the upper people. But, sure. Right, but TV moves a lot faster, and you can
1: kind of jump from this project to that project. And so then, how do you jump from uh, a film like that? And then find your way to Guys Grocery. I games. worked
0: on a Nickelodeon game show as a production assistant. What, what game? Uh, it's called Brain Surge. It was the first I know it show that brought slime back in a very long time, and we actually had to figure out how to remake the slime Ooh. because there was no written recipe for it. Um, was this before
1: there were all those like social media channels? It's like oddly satisfying. Yeah, yeah this is just Nickelodeon.
3: Well, don't you remember like Nickelodeon? It was like during those I, f- I forgot what the show was, but like all of a sudden like a bucket of slime would be dropped over your head. Right. It was my favorite right. thing to watch when I was a kid. There was something that you had to say. Yeah, you had to say yes. something. There was a word. And what was can't the word? Because
1: I don't remember. Ah, uh, and, so so and Alanis Morissette was on the show.
3: Should I should I Google what the word was no. to get slimed? Um, I want to know. it bothers me. Um, but
1: know. we would slime on this show too. Right. Before. Okay. So it's a game show. Yeah. So, it's a now game show. Now you're getting closer to, now to, getting closer sorta, to grocery, games. grocery games. Yeah,
0: so I was a production assistant on that, and I met Bob Stone, our writer from this show, actually yes. on there. And Surprise, surprise that right? Bob Stone wrote for a game show. I know. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I went from that to um, RuPaul's Drag Race and worked on yes. that for four years. And that's when I started working in challenges. And because this
1: is a challenge-based show, that's sort of how I got brought on to it. Interesting. So, like, that's – okay, so it's also a game show. Right. But now, with the RuPaul show, now you're playing in reality.
0: Right. And I was actually hired to work in the challenge department. So a challenge producer in a challenge department takes care of all the things on a show where – the contestants are doing things for money So when you both were on Top Chef And they'd be like, alright, you're going to do this quick fire challenge And then they'd stop down and read you rules And go over things with you Yeah.
3: Whoa, you didn't sign an NDA right. <laughs> <laughs> He's just giving away all the secrets no, that's, that's, every, that's, every, that's every I Santa know protocol, right? <laughs> right?
0: But I would I, It was my job on shows like that To write the uh, to the write rules the, to write the, Yeah, come up with the challenge ideas And then get them approved and write the rules And bring all the resources in and i do that from and then shows.
1: Uh, carefully get it um approved through legal. Yeah. Or yeah. not. Wow. Are we allowed
3: to make them stay up through the night?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Sometimes there are things like that. But most of it was just like All Now right, when you were in You're a drag queen. You've got to use glitter and feathers to make the
1: best whatever. Now when you're in Emerson. Yeah. Are you like are you like I want to be Scorsese?
0: No, yeah. I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do in film, and I think okay. it's
1: cuz it never jived quite right. Was like, there and this part of my ignorance, was there like were there people that wanted to do reality and wanted to do game shows and wanted to do TV or is yeah. it all I'm a feel yeah. like when you go to chef school, everyone wants to be a Michelin star chef oh, in the yeah. beginning? Oh
3: yeah. Definitely. You're right. No, I think people I didn't. No? Know? No. I don't think I even knew about Michelin rows. Did in you want school. to
1: run a restaurant though, you want to be a chef? Yes. Right. What I'm saying is now there's probably kids who are like I want to be Salt Bay. I want to just have a dope uh, well, Instagram account. Sad. I love Salpe. Me too. You might as well weigh in here. That's true, David. Um, Salpe thoughts.
0: I, I just can't believe that he has a restaurant. and Has plans for more restaurants. So what, you have to what, remember, though, Salpe what I... is an
3: incredible butcher. <laughs> no, that and that's
0: terrific. But do you know? Have you seen the videos of what he does at his tables? Like he comes up to your table, he just slices it with his sunglasses on, in a white t-shirt, and then salt is your steak, and then just walks away. It's actually it's an amazing pop culture. Phenomena, yes. yes, but but let me Phenomena. tell you something. He it's- also
3: kind of moves like. Jesus Christ! If you've if you've ever actually really looked at him, like he's always in sunglasses. He doesn't speak. I don't think any Jesus English. wore
1: sunglasses.
3: <laughs> no, but like I'm he Jewish, has- But I don't <laughs> think this is a Here's correct account. So like he his hair is like all oiled back. You know what I mean? His skin is like super brown and creamy. And then he's he's wearing these really white t-shirts. Have you- he moves with like so much grace and intention. Mm-hmm. He's like walking around the dining room like. Patting babies and like kissing young girls—it's amazing. Like, but he's paid, but people, but they're,
0: but they're paying him seventy dollars for that experience too, minimum. So Yeah, I, so I, mean, I want to go for
1: like the small fillet. I want to go, right? Yeah, uh, I want to go would, too. Why do you 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 hate you're hating on on Salt yeah. Do
3: you just, know how big it is? is for him? Yeah, no, I um, I, I usually I know where you're coming from because well, I mean, listen, we're digressing a little bit, but I think it's it's like—is it real, like, or is it just a gimmick? Right, I feel like he's getting. A restaurant off of
1: such a gimmick, it feels like it makes sense in Vegas, but I Listen,
0: feel like is, there are other is places. Chuck E. Cheese is in a mouse?
1: Chuck E. Cheese comes out and dances every one hour. Are and you con- are you comparing my Salt Bay mind is e. Cheese? in a way in a way? Here's but here's the problem: Are you upset if you go to a Salt Bay restaurant and he's not there, and now some other dude in a mustache yeah. is slicing your steak? Yeah. That creates an issue. Him having multiple restaurants will be a bit of an issue. Wait,
3: does he have other people in his restaurant dress up as Salt Beta Slice at the table? That would not show
0: smart. That's my answer. Oh, look like and he wears massive sunglasses. And right, that's I love it. the way he looks. I think right. it's brilliant. Oh, you it's can exact, find a
1: lot of Salt Base. He's always in sunglasses. Yeah, I'm gonna say this right now. It's like Conspiracy the Matrix theory. You know what? <laughs> There's more than one Salt oh. Base.
3: <laughs> like Keanu, and, like Keanu Reeves in the Matrix.
0: Absolutely. Oh, yeah, but here's the thing. I don't think that I'm. I'm against Salt Bay. I think
1: I am skeptical of the whole thing. I think it's amazing. First think, of all, has, have you, have you, do, you, do you also do you follow him No, on He's an incredible butcher. He also has like 12-pack abs. I
0: have seen some he of does, his. He does he great doing, workouts. Oh, you're a CrossFit person. So he yeah. was doing like sit-ups Pistals. the other day with yeah. some
1: weight wrapped around his head. He does insane Why workouts. you assume that I'm not a CrossFit person? You just look no, because so, I know she's a crossfit You're just person. naturally fit. <laughs> All right, so you don't you're not into into Salt Bay that much. No, but 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 you are into Guy Fieri,
0: right? But what you were saying
1: who can't who's another person who can't be everywhere in at two places in once. It's
0: surprisingly he he can't, but he tries really hard. Yes, I mean we as soon as we finish, he's on a plane somewhere. He's doing another event. He comes back. He's like. I mean, 're just we look at him, and we just start yawning because we just are tired for him.
1: I like this so this is going to be the moment of the podcast, and it 's happened on a couple of episodes where we just say how awesome kind of guy far is and how a lot of people would like want to dog dog him sometimes, but he's like he works incredibly hard and wh- I, this is whether it 's guy or Rachel yeah or any of these like uh you know celeb super celeb chefs that people think, oh, they just kind of show up and they say hey, I, the guy works, they work yeah,
0: he it, works so incredibly hard and and he does so much uh, for charity, like so many of his causes are um to help others it's incredible, and you know, for some reason, you know he had gotten a bit of flack from a couple of articles, I think when the Fro- the santa Rosa fires came and he was cooking because he was it was him right but he didn't do anything to be flashy about it whatsoever. he had other chef friends coming in and helping, and he was really just using his own resources sure. and it it's he's a very I, genuine he's a very genuine very, yeah with like, helping yeah. Oh, yeah
3: i mean sure. even when you're sitting at judge's table like today you know I'm, there was an unfortunate situation that happened in the u.s today and it's you know it, it was we, i just we were sitting at judges table. It was like i can't believe that you know this happened today and it, it was just a very genuine yeah. heartfelt you know uh, something bad had happened in the united states and i'm and i'm worried you know yeah. what you mean? like i think that it, i think all of his giving is, is extremely genuine yeah we I, uh, yeah, I find
1: myself – I mean, I, you know what? You don't have to really defend him anymore because I think pe- most people get that. Right. But you think pe- – so you, people were saying that he was sort of taking advantage of the – someone thought that he was taking <gasps> no, advantage no, of the No, no. I
0: just I, – there had seemed to be an, like a, a couple of things online that – that had hinted that maybe was well, yeah, is yeah, I mean yeah.
3: everyone wants to hate on everybody I mean it's right. as simple as that when I work for Wolfgang Puck everyone was like "Ugh, you know does he even work anymore and he sold out he made tomato sauces because you know this is a Michelin star you know sh- European chef that changed the way mm-hmm. you know Southern California did food and now there was great restaurants in Southern California because of Wolfgang Puck and it wasn't just San Francisco and you know he created the the pizza for nine hundred dollars kind of right. a, you know he was the first chef that you know did Something like that. That's
1: such a weird thing that you know. Once you start being successful, oh, he sold out because he made, he put his name on tomato sauce. Right. Good
3: for Wolfgang Puck. Well, yeah. And not just that. I mean, I remember working for Wolfgang Puck when all of that started, and he. I was like, this man is in the restaurant day in and day out. With his like guest jeans He would walk in And this is a man Who doesn't have to work Another day in his life If he doesn't want to mm. And this is like Walking the dining room Shaking hands Knowing the names Of his cooks In his restaurants Genuinely like Sticking his fingers In food to taste it And you know Making a comment Like this is good Or this isn't Fix this You know Use and- a spoon Wolfgang. No, no, he didn't use a finger. I was just you know, was thinking he, that. You no, know, it, it was a finger. It was a finger. Um, but it, you know, it was it was really interesting to hear that commentary of like, oh, he doesn't. And I'm like, this man is. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have to work, but he wants to. He couldn't imagine not doing this anymore. So it's and, right.
1: it's an easy answer. But uh, David Lewis, then, since you've spent time around a couple of divas, who's a bigger diva, uh, RuPaul or Guy Fieri? <laughs> no, okay, there, right. <laughs> Moving on to the next uh, topic. It's like Bigger Diva,
3: <laughs> Richard Blaze or Artie Sequera. Sa- oh. <laughs> Richard Blaze, <laughs> Richard Blaze. like oh, hands down, Richard Blaze.
1: Really? Artie, I mean, no. First of all, we're friends, yeah. so like, I sometimes I need, like this is a my this is my year of empathy. I'm okay. not riding high like Antonia is. Right oh now, my or like god! You are. Oh, wow. but, but see, it's like, those little digs. No, so those but I need digs, it. So what I'm saying desperate. is, I need it. Like right now, yeah. I'm eating shit, and like that's that's the, the spot that I'm in, and I need that
3: because well, I need to remember
1: you, where I came sir, from. Yeah, have so I, much happened. So happen. You're like ridiculous. We are not gonna
3: pull out small violins for you. I am place. not asking
1: for anybody. I'm asking for like my friends like I have in front of me here and i two people that I, I don't have that many friends. You're two of like, you know, I have people that come on the podcast. Right. They're not, you know, maybe right. close friends. You're close friends. This is the second time you've been on the podcast. Yes. Uh, I heard the first. No one else who's been on two episodes, actually. Well, you know what? We got sidetracked, though. That's you're, what did. you're on, so you go from uh, RuPaul's to. Oh, wow. We're jumping far Triple back. G? Yeah. Yes. Well, I there just were, want there to get, get to this things, point where how you get into food. So
0: there were other shows that I'd worked on between. Okay. Um, in different genres. Basically, like what becoming a challenge producer means, and that's what I, my title was for a yes. while, is you jump into a show that's been sold as a concept, and then you have to kind of figure out how to make how to learn it as much as you can. They crash course in that field and then write challenges that feel thematic to what it is. So I did one. Oh my God. I did one called the arrangement. It was about flower arranging for logo oh. <laughs> and they trying to make it fiercely competitive. And that was awesome. Cause Omarosa was on our first episode and she Ooh. caused a whole big I fight. And that was awesome. Um, but you know, from things from flower arranging to Design Star for interior design to doing uh, grocery games. But grocery games was my first food show, actually. And I always had an affinity for food. I was a concierge in college and would go wine dining and, dine at and you restaurants. Grew, you grew up in the Bay Area. And I grew right? up in San Francisco. Right. Yes. Yeah, so. which is,
1: by the way, anyone who grows up in the Bay Area, yeah, usually they they just say that right away. That's so, like okay. prove that they know about food. I don't know. Have you noticed that in L.A.? Like, I noticed that a lot in Southern California. Like, if someone's in your restaurant from the Bay, Area, they're like. I'm from the Bay Area. Yeah, but see, what, here's I'm so what happened. I'm so annoyed by that statement. Yes. You have no idea. Right. right. Because it's
3: everyone in like, LA is like, oh, unless you're from Los Angeles, nobody really – I mean, unless you're from San Francisco, there is no good food anywhere else in California. They're, right. They're, and I'm going to
0: clarify a couple of things. First yeah. of all, most of the Bay Area now is better these days, but it used to be like it was San Francisco and, and nothing sure, else. Sure, far as food sure, thing. But also, I used to brag when I went to Boston about how great San Francisco was, and then suddenly like the, the dot-com boom started to hit, and everyone – it was on massively unaffordable. So I realized, like, this mm. is about such, to happen in Los I have Angeles. such a great influence that yeah. I need to stop bragging about San
1: Francisco.
3: Please.
1: <laughs> All right. So you're naturally you're into food when so you, you're on always Guy's always grocery So naturally, I am always into games. food. I love it. I think but it's... you don't know. I mean, you're not, like, studied in it. No. Did you know not... more about um, uh, flower arrangements or food? <laughs> <laughs> um, probably food
0: food okay I, could, exactly. I thought he was I gonna know, say flower right. arrangements Cause you can look at i can look at thousands of ingredients and or these hundreds and tell you what they are yeah. flowers i quickly learned that all of what these different species were and then forgot it because that's part of what happens on these shows you jump into a, a different genre and if it's something you aren't familiar with it's like you learn it but you can just as easily forget it sometimes afterwards
1: now do you uh do you have you fallen in love with food since yes. i'm yeah yes. i was gonna say Obviously, because how many episodes now have you produced? Uh,
0: Over 200. I don't know the exact number. Over 200. I think we're at like 240.
1: Do
3: you have anything to do with the challenges?
0: Yeah. So um, we came into the first season with a a handful of games that uh, another producer that I worked with – Courtney had been on the first season, and she had come helped come up with those games before I came on. Um, but then after the first season, we only had 12 episodes in it. We needed more games, so right. I developed that along with Bob Stone, who's our writer and, and game show producer, and um, other producers of ours on the show. We kind of, as a, as a group think, would come up You're with so games. You're so political.
1: You're so political. It's, it's a mean, group effort. A well, good idea is a good idea. Yeah. doesn't matter if the PA comes up with it or if it's an executive producer. I mean, okay, I'm mean, i not going to go that far. <laughs> so that you I feel so, like the PA so you've one. produced if you if, if you just <laughs> but, use some quick math like uh, what like 600. Well, how many how many challenges like how many oh yeah I mean rounds we, we, of uh, guys uh, grocery games so almost
0: a thousand rounds <sighs> yeah and so so to get through this part I you know I help come up with the games and the and we we have a, a big list of games that we'll pull from and, and slot into episodes but on top of that we also work with our culinary producers. Um, to figure out and 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 uh, place dish variables, so like make your best Italian dish works really well with this challenge and for these people. So um there's a lot of like there's a lot of like pieces of string almost and thumbtacks and <laughs> things right. on the
1: wall. You know, in a way, um do you do trial manage- runs? I was just like, going to say, oh, yeah. do you
3: test any of the challenges? I know some
1: other shows like will have no. like their culinary team maybe run through something just to yeah, see if it's possible. Yeah, their Kitchen used to do that, right? Right. Yeah. No, so I. R. I.
0: RIP. Yeah, R.I.P. for sure <laughs> Hashtag R.I.P. <laughs> um other other challenges like that is like that's the base on you always have to prototype a challenge on this show it's not it's really not necessary and um there are certain things that we will test like um if there's like we do like um sliders on the ground or the food pyramid that we built that's a giant like pyramid-shaped plinko. Like, we'll test those things and make sure they work or if it's... Uh, some some props of, and art and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, More the, but you're of never
3: it. like, oh, if I have to give them these ingredients or whatever, let's make sure they can make a dish.
0: Right. That's where we really rely on Megan, our, our culinary producer, right. who, to make sure and her team below her to make sure that them, they who are
1: actually chefs... Uh, are they the, all chefs? That's also the thing. They, they obviously so Megan, are all into food, and some of them are certainly chefs. Yes,
0: so I don't know that all of them are, but, but Tony is getting really. Wait,
1: wait, whoa, whoa. I didn't do anything? Okay. I just all moved. Right. Okay, okay, nice.
0: Um, yeah, they all have they all have like seasoned culinary backgrounds. Got it. And so they and that means they worked at a bagel shop in the summer. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> no, 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 that was like no, when you get into I'm culinary not, school. Selling, it's like, like the culinary s- school tells you you need two years of experience. It's like, <laughs> did you work at a pizza place this summer? You're good.
0: Let's jump into something for a second. So I yeah. think we should explain that on this show, I am always in the ears of the judges when yes. we're actually on set and, so and basically good. helping frame them to – to, to talk better To do better Yeah no, For a no, lot of us You need you to probably tell us No you should
1: just do better No, <laughs> Wait that's I love to get into that So a lot of people Don't know that We might as well Just pull that curtain back Okay that Like sure. we on some shows Have little devices In our ears Yes And producers talk to us Yes You're one of those people Right It's but like you, the but movie Her, thing. You, but need, really. you need
3: to You need to set that up yes. With this isn't anyone feeding us lines, but there's a certain storytelling. There's a certain storytelling that needs to happen in order the, for the audience to understand what's going on because you can't just rely on camera movements and for them to guess. So technical. Yes. That, is, <laughs> yes, that is correct. Yes. Do you have prizes? Very um,
0: <laughs> yes, that's correct. We, uh, you know the way that our our store is set up sometimes it's harder for our judges to be able to see everything going on than than it might be the eye and how it edits together, and so I work with um our culinary producers and other producers who are all watching all the camera angles much more closely for each chef and right. they feed me information about who uh, what ingredients have been picked by each chef and then help keep me fully informed in all the process because i 'm watching twelve screens at once and then
1: i'm feeding into your guys email.
3: and then we csi it's, we csi it it's really air traffic yes.
1: control right yes that's basically what oh, you're yeah. doing yeah. i think that's a good sort of uh a way to way to look at it yeah. but you have been in my ear so long that even when i'm not with you sometimes i just hear your voice i love that like Phantom go to the David. store get some butter and milk come on home
0: well i really like the moments when we start to have a conversation about something because i will help steer conversations for you guys to help you know with with what we are trying to get across for the theme of the challenge. It's, it's usually, you know, almost in full of your guys thoughts,
1: but, um,
0: it's cool to be able to steer so and I
1: mean, it's good. Yeah. You're um, not telling anyone what to say, which is true. Right. Um, you know, I have a big but, pet peeve. You, okay. I don't know as a producer, if you have the same way and it doesn't really happen on guys, grocery games, it's other shows. But when, um, like cast members hosts mostly reveal that someone's in their ear it bothers me so much. Yeah. Like you, you really don't want to break that wall with the contestants specifically, right. even though we oh, are listening the to this. Yeah. With the contestants, 100%. percent yeah. you like, oh, hold on, what did you say? It's like, it ruins the whole thing. It took me... <laughs> Two seasons, almost a full Top Chef to realize that someone was talking to right. Him. Well, yeah, because not that Top Chef
3: does a great job in making us think that the whole thing is real. And,
1: right. uh, and Guy Fieri does a good job of it. Yeah. yeah. Like, he'll pause and move yeah. around, but you don't really know that, right. you know, there's anything else happening there. You know?
3: True. Um, I
0: When I worked with uh, RuPaul, I, it was fun to watch him because he would – his eyes would really just zero out when he was listening and then he would just make jokes about it to the cast like, oh, sorry, I'm being Stepford wife," or don't mind the well, zero in my eyes. I think right? sometimes you people know? have a
3: hard time actually listening to someone right. and pretending like they're not listening to someone have a conversation. So,
0: right. So I understand what you're saying though that it feels like it can pull you out of the moment if it, when it starts to break that fourth wall but I think... At the same time, it's more natural than there being big teleprompters. I think what people have to realize Ooh. is that there's a lot goes into Ooh. being a host on camera, and so whatever can, I think whatever can make it feel the most natural, I think is the most beneficial. And even though those moments still break, it's better than seeing big cue cards or teleprompters or um, stopping down and just getting a couple lines from the host. And then,
3: well, that aside. From the talent's perspective, Mm -hmm. it takes an excellent producer in our ear to know when to speak to us and when not to speak to us. So congratulations, David Lewis, you win. I didn't. I don't know if there is another prize. No, but you also I, you're was also I early on the in, win. I you're have, also have to can of You're also
1: incredibly polite about it. You're like, oh, yeah. hey, sorry guys, I'm back, and really like yeah. we you don't need to be sorry.
3: Or you're actually, actually <laughs> well, pretty, you're actually really funny. <laughs> well, yeah, thank you. You.
1: that's true. That's yeah. true. I wish I have a lot of fun with you guys. I wish you a were a lot. little, um, especially when there's like three of us. Yeah, and like if it's Antonia, like, I know, like Antonia and I, we can't judge together anymore. I heard, or maybe not. I don't know. But we're like, when you're like, hey. Um, I wish you would were a little snarky to the other judges, but just to me, like I wish you were like, "Hey, Blaze, <laughs> what do you think about Antonio's, uh pants today?" Like, I wish I wish you were. You're not, but I wish you were a little more snarky. I, I could do that. I could what do. are your thoughts, real quick, unrelated to this show? Yeah, tele- teleprompters in like game shows, real or reality? Like, is it what? that? That's, do you like them or?
0: I mean, I think it's yeah. They all play their own purpose. It's yeah, <laughs> sort like saying walls.
1: Give me your opinion. Yeah.
0: Really? Oh wow! Look at that! Because okay. like they're just so intrinsic to like how shows have to run the way they do. I think
1: that that that's a big part. I think they should always be around. <laughs> as someone, yeah. I, as I, I think it helps a lot. That that that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. Uh, are I there agree. any challenges that you've created or helped create, or or even that maybe aren't yours that are just like your favorites on on Triple G? My
0: favorite really is um, I have two favorites, and one is budget battle because I love love watching everybody frantically try to. It's figure out. It's such a as a competitor. A I I don't like that sh- one at all. Game. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but you like that, so you like. I love you the like... chaos of it.
0: I love. I think it makes fun TV. Basically, the premise of this challenge for anyone who hasn't seen it is uh, that people have to go through the store with a certain budget. It's usually a very paltry amount of money, and they have to. They're given a sheet of coupons, and I think that's the most important prop is these coupons because they're just so comical and annoying. Um, they're given a huge sheet of coupons and have to but make a a, a dish. And the coupons are kind of their saving graces. It's like, all right, well, I guess I can get a can of tuna because it's only 25 cents. So I should get that and change my dish around. And so they're trying to, like, figure out what they're going to do. They're being challenged by these random coupons. And then they have to get in line. And everyone always has way more ingredients for more money than they have in their hand. And so they actually have to figure it out. And they're trying to edit while Guy's giving them a hard time. We have a very fun and sassy uh, register clerk. Um, Wendy. Cashier Wendy. Who, by, I heard
1: Wendy the other day. She's like, I can't come in tomorrow. I was like, This yeah. is real life. Like, Wendy can't. <laughs> she come really in has. Tomorrow. She really
0: gets gets a, a schedule and shifts. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, it's a real market. Right. Um, but uh, I love watching it because there's like these sassy remarks between her and Guy while people are trying to check out. And my favorite thing is that when everybody lines up again like, you know, around one, there's some poor schmuck like you know Chef Schmuck number four right. and back waiting for the other three to get through, and it can take like 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's you know that's it's funny awful for that. them, but it's just pure joy for me to watch.
1: Hey, uh, if you're looking to buy a car, you're probably familiar with terms like MSRP. You might even know what it stands for, but what does it actually mean? The same goes for invoice, list price, and dealer price. It's enough to confuse anybody, even Jasmine. All you're really looking for is a price that actually means something. Introducing True Price from True Car. Now you know exactly what you'll pay for the car you want, including fees and accessories, before you even get to the dealership. True Car dealers will show you the true price on cars like the one you want, all from the comfort of home. And how do you know if your true price is a great price? Because True Car shows you what other people paid for that same car that you want. And your certified dealers know this, so they set their true price competitively so they can win your business. So when you're ready to buy a new or used car, that's right, used cars too, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some of these features are not available in all states.
3: Hey y'all, this is Matt
2: and Michelle from Plug Kitchen here to tell you about our new show, Forked Up a Thug Kitchen podcast exclusively
3: on Podcast One.
2: We're stepping out of the kitchen and into your earbuds every week to discuss food, politics, pop culture. Basically, we're just trying to give a f- and do better. Get your sh- together with us every Thursday on Borked Up, a Thug Kitchen podcast right here on
3: Podcast One.
2: Download and listen to new episodes exclusively on Podcast podcast1.com, the new Podcast One app, or subscribe on Apple Podcasts.
3: Thanks, y'all.
1: Now back to Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze. I was judging an episode today and, uh, with an esteemed colleague of mine who I won't mention, okay. Jonathan Waxman. Uh, uh, and he know. has not – I love Jonathan Waxman. Everyone loves Jonathan Waxman. He has not cooked yet on grocery I don't meals. think that will – So he was down really down. making this point to us that he's like, I would not run through the store. And I was like – Is that what he said? Yes. And I was like, you, you kind of need to. Like it's a big store. And like you're yeah. mentioning, like if you have to get to the cashier yeah. and then you're fourth, like you're getting back to your station with only 15 minutes left. Right. Grocery – Antonio, you've competed on everything as well. You, you've been around the block. Uh, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> the cooking block. I mean, you That's know what I mean.
3: Get- um, one of the hardest shows, I think. Guy's Grocery Game is one of the hardest shows to compete on. Yeah, but the more I've competed on it, like I kind of agree with Waxman a little bit, where I I just one of the last challenges I just did. Sometimes running doesn't help. Like, I mean, not that I want to write a book on how to win Guy's Grocery Games, but it's there's a, a there's a part of it where. If the more you run and become out of control, because there's just so many ingredients. So if you're running down the aisles, you're missing everything. If you can actually just take the time and stroll, you, you, you take in a lot more and make that better decisions. That is the hardest
1: part. It, that, it does help if you get a couple of times to compete on the show. Yes. I think that's
0: another thing about the store that I love so much. And to be honest, why when I go into regular grocery stores soon after being on the show to work on it, I'm fried and totally lost. Is that we... Have so many ingredients packed into a store. That's oh actually my not much goodness! There's larger. so many ingredients. It's, right. it's a great store. They're yeah. the size of like a Trader Joe's. Right. It's it's maybe yeah, a little bit larger, but but it's there's no like there ain't fresh langoustines at Trader Joe's. Right. And there's
3: right and there's no and, and <laughs> there's not live eel at right. Trader Joe's. And regular
0: stores, you know, there's there's uh, if you look in the cereal aisle, for example, you'll see like the different tiers of the same kind of product by different companies on different shelves. Right. We don't have space for that. So the bottom shelves are not like bargain shelves. There is like very cool hidden treasures from top shelf to bottom shelf. We tried to play a game called Top Shelf, Bottom Shelf because we were thinking about regular stores and how there's like... The kind of bulk and more bargain ingredients, sometimes the bottom and like mm. more gourmet stuff at eye level or higher. But it doesn't, it didn't work for us because we just have awesome stuff everywhere.
1: It's insane. It's um, and I another get so thing, lost. like do, do the contestants? Um, I've competed, but. I never – got. One. do they get a map
3: of the store at all? Do they just get like a quick little
0: We send them or? a rundown of what's in you what You send aisles. them like a, okay.
3: a list. A list. Like yeah. the aisles yeah. But just so you – just for, for clarity, that list regardless when they're like – by of the course. way, you have I 30 have minutes list. and their minds are ablaze and they're trying like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> – <laughs> they, you They so embarrassed when you do all that. All of that, all of that <laughs> information just goes out the door. Yeah. Just so that we're clear. Oh, of course. They start running down the aisles frantically trying to throw things into their cart and yep. they're not thinking about yep. the list and what aisle it was down. Yeah. And
1: then, you know, sometimes as judges, one of the problems is then you're like, I would have just grabbed the clarified butter. No, you wouldn't. You've walked those aisles 57 times. Yeah. You know that there's clarified butter. Yeah, It's really, really hard. Yeah. How, how, how many people, what, what's the, are you involved in casting at all? Um, I'm around casting, but I'm not involved in casting. So like they might be like, hey, what do you think about this person or...
0: Yeah, I mean, I, basically, uh, I mean, there's a whole team of casting that does a lot of outreach for us, and, and it, but it's hard, you know. Um, we we have to make sure that people on the show are at a high enough level to be on the show where they're going to succeed. Because right. it's not, most like home cooks, they, they, they can't cut it on this show. Other cooking shows, sure, but I think the level of chaos in trying to uh, figure out what you're going to do, and also... Just the lack of time to think it through makes it really near impossible if you don't have a ton of experience. Because unlike other shows, most other TV shows when you cook they will tell you what the dishes are that you're going to cook ahead of time, and we don't do that. We tell we we do something called a false start because we change camera lenses and we go in for rules. So guide is a fake countdown. We step in, give about a minute and a half of rules, and then they're off and they're running. And it's very little time to process what you're going to do, whereas other shows, you'll know what these dishes are with some some warning. So we've – Maybe. So I do <laughs> no, want to go back I mean, a little
1: bit. I mean maybe – I don't know what shows you're talking well, about, like- but – I mean, there are certain shows that don't. the shows right, that,
3: yeah, exactly. those shows that Blaze and I have competed on. Yeah, I mean, are pretty true to. But the shows
0: that you guys compete on are shows that have great chefs, great chefs, chef. which Correct. again goes yes. and feeds back into how. We, well, it, it way, also
3: though? goes. It also goes into. I mean, the influx of shows that are on network and the amount of competition shows that are out there. I mean, there's only so many chefs in the world that can compete on these i know there's only (laughs) so many of us i mean you're not
1: i can tell you as someone who has a number of restaurants you're you're not gonna run out
3: no i mean there could be a possibility of i mean there's just a lot of recycling you know what
1: you're gonna run out of well this is the tough part because uh, listen there is a television part of this right yeah how many times are you back there in video village which is where your 15 screens are i don't know if you call it video village right okay and you're like that person is a tree trunk. That person is as animated and as dynamic as a, as a river stone. Yeah, well, we love when they come out and they get this, like, guy's You're
0: like... so mean. I love when Guy comes out. You know, Guy, the amount of energy he has to carry is... Right. I mean, it's, un, it's superhuman. But he'll everyone will be out there he'll be cracking jokes and giving these like really funny reveals and we'll just watch their reactions like we're hoping for reactions from right. people right and sometimes people will just sit there and we are just in total disbelief
1: but it's their first time on, for a yeah. lot it's their first time on television like Antonio you were was really good I, we were sort of like came up in the same sort of zone I was horrible for you know a, a year of being on television that's not <laughs> it true was the I mean I was okay was doing what I did like I could cook and like do my thing on my cutting board but I wasn't looking to the camera and smiling and coming out dancing and clapping and stuff for a while No, but but there was
3: an authenticity. So I I I was just having this conversation with my dad the other day. Like there's there was an authenticity to uh, a group of chefs that I think you know we fall into, which is you know earlier seasons of Top Chef, uh, moving into sort of Food Network stuff um, that make up sort of the judging panel of a lot of these shows now. Um, And where is the next generation of sort of like us as contestants? Because those i haven't seen i mean our season of top chef season four i thought was a very special grouping yeah. of talent right do you know what I mean that really kind of makes up a large pool of who now is on these iron chefs slash you know bet the best of competing i mean i always get the feedback and not to be like oh my goodness you're so great but this feedback of like when you see us compete versus even chefs that have 5, 10, 15 years of experience in the kitchen, yeah. it's different watching us compete at that level and the food that we can produce under that kind of duress. Yeah. Do you think that that's just yeah.
1: like a special – and not just for our one top chef season, but do you think that's like a special class? Like you know how like every once in a while like the NFL will have a group of quarterbacks that are just great or do you think it's that we're old now? And we, we are old. Do it.
3: We are old. I was just in an episode where Guy Fieri like decided to tell us we were old the entire time. He's like the young chefs versus the, <laughs> right. the well, that's old chef now. I know. But, like, was... You yeah. look
1: great. You look young, but like do you feel I am now, the like...
3: older. I mean, I like to look at it where Listen, he means, I I actually don't think he means old. I think he just means like more seasoned. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, we've just been doing this longer. We have been competing for more years. We have more restaurants opened. You know, we have more training in this world, if you will.
0: But I also think that maybe where you, there's definitely a special class element to it mm because you guys had a really great season, like a really great cast of of chefs competing. But I wonder if it's also the year that it was based on like the time that you guys competed. and the speed that the more competition shows started coming on the air. There was enough time for you guys. At the time, there weren't a whole lot of cooking shows, right? Top Chef was the creme de la creme. Right, And right. you guys were able to take a lot of extra experiences and opportunities to let you know, that came about from being on that yeah. show. And so you sort of got to be – it helped put you guys up at another so level. So right place, right time. I think a little bit of that. Not that you guys aren't great chefs.
1: Yeah. I, the only sad thing about so, that is that the class before us, those were the superstars. So like like quite well, honestly, that was like uh, the guy Fietti That was uh, you know Bobby Fly. Like before that, that like those people. Alton Brown. Like those. Uh, I mean, you know. Paul, right. Paul, so who's Paul the next Dean.
3: grouping of those people? But, well,
1: there are no more. Just like everything else, there's no more superstars. Like guy might be the last superstar.
3: Well, here's the thing. I think there's I'm serious a, well, about he, okay. a culinary well, superstar. But I think I think what we're looking at is, and I think we talked about this on the last podcast, where so you have this grouping of of stars before us, right? right. Which is. You're exactly that. You're Tyler Florence. You're Emeril Lagasse. They were those were those were like legitimately the first Food Network stars. There's like only a couple dozen of those people. Right. Right. But they were legitimate chefs. Of course. Legitimate chefs who had legitimate training who then turned a network into this like food empire Mm -hmm. slash information. Obviously, a little comic relief. All right. of that kind of stuff. Right. Then it kind of moves into our generation. We're like sort of the next generation of that, right? Because I'm what, like, 15 years younger than Bobby Flay, mm-hmm. about right, um, sure. That's a word for it. about there, 15 years younger, than, and then so now, and but the the tides are turning a little bit because you don't necessarily need to have a culinary background in order to be apparently an expert. Yeah, on Yeah, but, lot but of what things.
1: also what David's saying is true. Like, if you just come up now, if today you competed on Guys Grocery Games. You know how hard you have to work to get that name out, and how many other episodes then you have to do because there's True. just thousands of thousands kids of shows. With. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. thousands, yeah. right?
3: True. Versus where we were on a culinary show that was the only show at the time.
1: Right.
0: There are so many now. Right. I, you know, uh, th- we even yeah, because had-
3: even the Top Chef traction for season ten and eleven those contestants aren't getting nearly what we got no they're right. not but there's also yeah.
0: a lot of turn and burn kind of shows or evergreen shows now like like ours where it's it's one episode has a whole new cast each time and right. then we choose one winner and then we move on you know there are times that now we have so many episodes where we can bring some people back who've been memorable or really strong or redemption episodes and, right and right, and right but you know, not enough for the country right.
3: to fall in love with you like when we do when we did two seasons of top chef you're talking about
1: I mean year, years of time, but right. I mean, for weeks, the audience, to get weeks to, yeah. and weeks right.
3: that they that they're you know rooting, rooting for, for you, and seeing right. your story, seeing, seeing your, your story, food, fa- falling in love with you, yeah. essentially wanting you to win, wanting you to, rooting for you to win, rooting for you to lose. Yeah, you know, I mean, it was it was it was a, it was a the different time. The right. arc
1: helps. Right. It's tough to uh, like definitely e- even like it, it's tough. Like it was, or I'm going to go fly out of Santa Rosa or whatever, and we'll I'll go to an airport restaurant. It'll say on the menu like semi guys' grocery games on, on the menu. Really? Or like, Or it'll, you know, usually it's chopped or something like that. Right. But like, I right. Mean, what, are, what are kids going to do? They're going to, you know, and like, what does that mean to anyone? First of all, it means you didn't win. <laughs> 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 one episode, usually of one show, right. it's just it's tough. Totally to true. Me. That's yeah. why, like, quite well, honestly, I'm not. I don't think Salt Bay did it intentionally. I think it just happened organically. Right. Exactly. So, like, you need exactly. to do your thing now to I, sort of like. You need make to be
3: authentic. Work. Well, I think restaurant, that's why I like Salt Bay because he's like right. that is yes. who he is.
0: Right. But I think that restaurant and, and, and chef marketing has is been evolving. Along with the change of, t- of food television, because it's just such a different world than it was. I don't could... think
3: it's evolving. I think it's a lot of it's being forced. Yeah, I, I mean? as, well, I don't mean yeah.
0: it's getting better so, necessarily. It's just, oh. it's just a lot. There's just it's changing to this much faster pace, like
1: frenetic kind of well, field s- speaking of evolving so you yeah. have hundreds of episodes yeah. on guys grocery games this is now a unicorn in this industry yeah like i don't think people realize it like they might say top chef's been around for years and years and you might you know think okay chop's done a thousand episodes or whatever but guys grocery games is is in that category now yeah seasons and seasons how many years has it been
0: uh we are on season 18 right now season and, 18 and, the, and in years reason.
1: that's i mean that's a lot of well, Years the thing is
0: too. that's unique about our show too is we're we're it'll be the 18th season that's occurred since basically our first airing because we we air nonstop now we shoot enough episodes to air through the year sometimes twice a year that's right? crazy so that's like we are doing new episodes right now Monday uh, like Sundays and Wednesdays yeah and I amazing. think they're throwing us a couple Mondays in there I mean there's there's a lot there's a lot of episodes airing so yeah it's pretty insane <laughs> so, I mean I
1: mean also also in this industry in film TV oh, yeah. to just have one job for that long. Oh, it's, it's
0: crazy. It's I'm, tough. you know, there's a lot of these types of competition shows that we, I kind of like to call one season wonders. It's like they come and they think it's a great idea. The people who created it overthink it or something doesn't the, the network has some issue. It doesn't quite hit its stride and they're just too nervous to try to let it improve or mature and get a second season right. and refine it. But you know, Top Chef season one—I guess the concept was was still very solid—but it was totally different from season one to season two. Of course, yeah. Drag Race, which when I worked on it, I came in in season two. Season one, they should, they thought that drag queens needed to be on a blurry lens because it was because drag queens couldn't be clearly shot. So they've just called it the forgotten season, and they basically now that they're on season about to shoot season eleven, they basically just don't—you can't find season one anywhere. Right? They just you know they there was patience, and a lot, unfortunately. A lot of shows don't get
1: that. What is love. some of that? What are some of the evolutions that have happened on Guys Grocery Games? Well, we've so first like is everything was everything blurry in season one?
3: No, well, <laughs> no, well, but the, it was grungier in that. The market, setup changed because right? yeah. originally the setup sure. cooking was like this kind of weren't they like in a circle or they no, were like it in a was different part of the store
0: there. But season one was just like a, 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 a straight row of very small kitchens in a real supermarket, right? right? And so that was kind of. A, a dingy market we tried to you know put some lipstick on a pig for and we'd shoot these bio packs which wow. is like basically like B-roll lipstick a, on a pig <laughs> yeah, <Never heard laughs> yeah. Of well for the for the market itself not for the show sure right but um you know we did different styles and when we moved to our set we tried to keep it very sterile in a way like and as we've been there longer we've really like let ourselves move in and we've put more like on top of all the aisles now we have all of these like water coolers and big like the big keg um uh Pumps, yeah, the the pumps and the and the bins to hold the ice, and we have charcoal up there, and we like water bottles, like we just it looks like a store that is just right. There's it's like a yeah, ball machine. Yeah, there's a little
1: my, horse you can ride outside. My, which, by the way, if you see the horse, it okay, lost. So the funny thing about the horse is, <laughs> <you're>, <laughs> if you see the horse, you lost. Okay, the so worst. like who wants to ride the horse? That. I don't.
0: I, I've I've been on the horse. <laughs> That's my one. My one. I think piece that I would like to that I try to take credit for on this show is that in season one that was we they walked out the actual doors of the market into the outside right. and there actually was a little carousel outside and yeah. <laughs> And I turned to our, our showrunner at the time and I was like, we have to, we have to have this horse, <laughs> but this little carousel. And so we have, a, we got a little kid carousel, uh, you know, she was, she pushed for it and we had the art director make sure that we got a little carousel to be outside, you know. The, I love that. Are there run. a
1: lot of, I remember too, are there Easter eggs? Like I remember one time looking at the coupons, but the coupons were street names. Of... Yeah.
0: So yes. Um, our, our, as an homage to our old showrunner, mm-hmm. the, an um, homage. the, 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 uh, she used to have. There were a few words that she would say that were very funny, like potato would be bedeta and sandwich would be sandwich and dairy be dairy. And so we actually named all the streets. There's a little map on in on the top of the coupons, and so it's like sandwich lane, dairy street, you know, bedeta boulevard. And so know. like we had that. And she used to love Doctor Who, so every she would like drive our art people crazy with this because she'd want to change the street names every episode and get a l- little close up shot of it, and they'd be Doctor Who clues. And she was like, anyone who's a true fan of our show and of Doctor Who
1: will catch these little gems three people in the world no that's a lot of people but somebody finally tweeted
3: about it and she was like I got it (laughs) we've done it well you know what? another thing about the production I think this is what makes magic on sets and what makes magic for great TV yeah is that camaraderie of set yeah because I was there on I think one of the last episodes that you guys filmed for one of the seasons and or maybe it was just a regular Friday I don't know and you do that like giveaway oh every Friday this is so cool have you ever seen their giveaway
1: we're talking about like team appreciation yeah uh, uh, everyone gets a, a it's incredible fun. A yeah, it's fun.
3: incredible the, the
0: sense of family for our show is pretty incredible yeah. because we come up to Santa Rosa which is not close to LA no um, people are people
3: leaving leave. their families for a yep. month
0: we come up and basically we almost our entire crew comes back season after season and we have this really cool sense of family it's we live in a hotel for the time it feels kind of like a dorm living but um on set we have this this really close connection and on fridays or the last day of every week as Antonio's mentioning we do like a raffle everyone puts money in for five dollar fridays and we pull a name out and um we raffle off some some funny wacky gifts like portable bidets and
3: um, no first off grill. they put the five dollars in and the five dollars doesn't go towards any of these gifts oh i'm these, sorry I, yeah I, the no, gifts right. are actually purchased by production and they're the most incredible gifts i yes. mean they range from like Televisions I like full I, flat screens, there was a Wii,
1: there was a to, PlayStation, all sorts, yeah. Of stuff. To
3: like Target gift certificates, to like, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's yeah, like money sure. given away, and of course, then there's like some really funny stuff. Oh, yeah, do you know what I mean? But everyone's in it. But the five dollar is just like whoever gets the raffle wins all the oh, money yeah, that's in true. the, and then they yeah. sit
0: in a chair and we yeah. pull out their heads. Sorry, so they're two different things, but we it's a time for us to come back together to kind of. Weekly. Yeah, weekly. Well,
3: and then also your fearless leader gets up there and it just basically thanks everyone for their hard work for the week and like, thank you so much. And I think that matters when producing any good show, you know what I mean? Like the energy in the room, the camaraderie, the sportsmanship of it, because everyone really is rooting for then this to be a good show. And it
1: starts from the top, right? Yep. And uh, and it, it is like I remember the first time – this is another thing that uh, Guy does that's amazing. Like at least once every season, he goes out there and like flips burgers for lunch or oh like gosh, yeah. gets involved in the actual process of lunch when quite honestly, he should be in his trailer taking a nap because he right. works so hard. But like that's something – that's a lesson that I learned – I mean, not, that's like a chef lesson, just like how to be a good leader and how, how to be a good teammate. Right. And he'll go out there, and he's spreading his own donkey sauce <laughs> on those burgers. Watch, and they're delicious. watch what you say. Hey,
0: what's a donkey what? sauce? It just sounds...
1: Donkey Alec. sauce. Yeah. It's one of his... I know it is, I'm just... <laughs>
3: I was like, it sounds like a penis. Well, it sounds like so a penis.
1: So what's thing. the – uh are, are like it, your is, white albino. Is, is Triple G uh, – Like, is it just an automatic pickup at this point, or are you still – Are there that – Is that – You know, like, every show has that, like, I don't know. I where, think we where all have that I don't up. know. I mean, that's not that's really – That's just industry yeah. standard. Yeah,
0: but I think, you know, we we just – What I really like about – our team is like we continue to con- to push ourselves and-, and try to make changes to games and in the edit make things more fun. We show we used to never be allowed to show the cameramen um, in in the shots on the final edits of the episode. Right. And now the network has warmed up to that. And I think because we've ha- pushed it by having fun with that stuff. We've done a lot of things that have allowed us to have more fun with it. And I think the looser the the more fun we've been able to have with everything and what it allows to be shown on camera, the more people like our show, and I think in turn that actually just helps strengthen us. Well, I think it just brand.
3: like looks transparent, you know yeah. what I mean? Like we are filming a show. We did a great
0: episode that aired a few weeks ago, a spicy episode, the one Guy. that I was in. Um, <laughs> <probably>. <laughs> <laughs> if it was great, probably. Um, but it was it was an episode of all chefs cooking with extreme heat, uh-huh. and Guy has a maniacal sense of of. Um, Spice. Uh, spice tolerance yeah. right a uh, level of spice tolerance and so he just kept saying this isn't spicy enough like you make it spicier and it was Carl and Troy and oh Troy can't take Artie, it and they were it was so bad they were licking Greek yogurt out of Ooh. like yeah. out of containers and like Troy thinks vanilla is a little spicy
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was just gonna say Troy can't take any candy. right
0: exactly but um but it was funny we showed the crew I mean it, there was so much capsaicin in the air that the camera guys were, they were just, they're, they're, they're being triggered like with these automatic coughs and clearing their throats and eyes were watering. And <laughs> we were just, the camera guys are turning on each other. Like, look at what's going on out here. And then guy tasting something saying, eh. Kittys a little more, you know, but That's it's good. fun we got to play that up yeah. and have such a funny time with it, and you know, Carl had a sign saying, Help me,
2: you know <laughs> <laughs> and
1: now you're involved uh, you're you're involved in posts a lot as well, right um, I used to be okay I used to be not, i I've not learned, as much anymore yeah
0: i i just des- I decided that I wanted to be able to let the absence you know make the heart grow fonder in the sense that I needed to do other projects as well and just be able to take sure. some time and come back in with a fresh mind and be ready for uh to talk to you guys all day, right? It's what exhausting.
1: are what are what are some uh, other projects, or what's what's a, so w- the dream at Emerson was uh, feature films,
0: right? And then it turned into producing TV shows, which I really like. And um, I've worked on some other stuff for for uh, GSN for Game Show Network, and um, but more recently, really funny, I got married in the summer, and so I was helping out my now husband with his company. Which is a clothing company, and they are mostly a men's underwear company now. And so, I just took the summer off until I got married, and was basically helping with getting wholesale orders and like being like a kind of a project manager and like figuring out like ways to like help streamline things of the company. And so, it's just funny. Like by the time we got married. I was like went Gone from like Working on this show To like slinging underwear For you know The summer But it was It I was a like nice
1: break Everything should come together I feel like there's yeah. a, Some sort of like Underwear show Drag race yeah. Underwear Like grocery game <laughs> Sort of mashup Well coming.
0: I mean That's where I met him Actually was on drag race So it worked out Really well that way Amazing and, Do you
3: work on other shows In between Great games um,
0: Yeah some, I do I, I don't know what's next But oh. after the spring After this one wrap's Well up, you guys we'll come right out. back
3: For guys in like April right? Yeah and then yeah. again
0: We'll come Yeah I hope we come back In the fall so Well is this this the is the summer.
1: time, uh, besides the fact that you're a great friend, where I get to Antonio and I pitch you some ideas. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, I wasn't so ready for this. this. I didn't right, bring it's my totally on the spot. So oh, I have, man. I have, an, I have a recommendation for grocery games. Okay, let's go for it. Uh, so while everyone's shopping, yeah, uh, you know, maybe when Antonia and I aren't working, uh huh, you just have a shopping in the mall. I love it. We're just walking around. We're shopping. We're getting in the way accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look who it is. Artie they do Sequera. that already. That, they, are, they do that already. Artie Sequeira and Baby. <laughs> they but do all, that with Carl. Right. Carl's <laughs> done that a couple times. Yeah. It's just it's just Carl, but it's just Carl. But well, like, I like the idea of guys shopping. We we definitely put, we've definitely
0: made Carl be the mop boy. Yeah, Carl's been the mop boy. Yeah, I've seen some yeah. Of that. Yeah.
1: Bo like has worked the fish station. He sure has. Um, another one is this is not a selfish pitch. Okay, because you know that I'm. Are these all going to be
0: grocery game centric? Or are we? I expand think into, at the moment this is just oh, okay. groceries. Okay. okay. If
1: you want to get it, if you want to take it. I
0: no, I'm relieved. I thought you were going to be like, all right, here's my brand new show idea: fish that fly. What well, I don't I don't know oh, oh,
3: it was like there are fine um, fish Okay, check it out. <laughs> but like check competitively. I don't
0: this, know. I just wasn't sure where you're and, going.
1: And this is off the top of my head. This is a grocery games spin-off. Okay. When the supermarket lights get shut off, guess who creeps out of the stock room? <laughs> Richard Blaze. <laughs> blazed <laughs> and Blazed and amused. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah blah blah. We just get crazy. <laughs> like we cook all sorts of crazy stuff in the middle of the night. And guess what? We clean it up right before
3: Guy comes back in the morning. Okay. Raised and <laughs> amused late night edition.
1: Okay. I think Antonia, your turn.
3: Um, <laughs> I'm just I'm like I'm just sitting here with my mouth open. Well, didn't Lando have a great idea about all of the things because the judges the judges are like the commentary at home, which like I feel like a lot of people do at Guy's Grocery Games, where you're like oh, if I was there, I would have made this, or, oh, I don't know, I would have made this. Or, yeah. I mean, I even find myself at judges' table being like, oh, it's in aisle seven, just go to aisle seven, like, not remembering that you're freaked out, and, yeah. and you don't know what to do. Right. Yeah,
0: I mean, my biggest regret, or my biggest, like, grievance with the the constraint of, our, of the time of our show is is really that we don't get to have more of you guys. Of because I think what people don't realize when they watch this show is that they're – that you guys are commentating and watching the whole time the entire time and you guys are on the entire time but we only get to use like 20 seconds or 30 seconds of you per cook round right. during the cooking and then even the judging you know we go very quickly quick, yeah. we go quick with it but it's 60 whole seconds
1: you're talking and we use like two sentences and especially if like. it's Antonia and myself you're yeah. usually upset that we're talking oh, I'm so well, I much have,
3: I have a good question for you and sure. and you're not gonna offend me and you might offend Blaze because he's super sensitive I'm a Pisces yeah so I know I know <laughs> He's like a delicate little like fish flower.
1: Um, <laughs> Chive blossom.
3: What do you hate that judges do? Um, uh, two, two things. Like what do you hate that judges do when we're giving commentary? So d- help me be better. Oh, okay. And then and – all day
0: every day in your ear though. No, yeah, I'm not no, but, I love this you, question. But but I I mean, no. I, and,
3: and then so the second part to that question is like what will help you when we're tasting food and what do you hate that we do? Okay, so, and it can be general, and then you can be specific with me. Like, Antonia, so, I hate when you specifically do this. <laughs> I don't have specifics <laughs> for you. No, I want. I like specifics.
0: I think that I. There are some times that that the judges think that what their dish plan for the for the game would be is more important than it is. I don't think that we we never use it. Like, well, that's <laughs> not true. Good. Okay, that's not yeah. true. We Wait, so the don't, dish plan we never use it, but I think that it's. Phrasing when things are phrased like it would be smart to do X, Y, and Z is good, but like if they're already back and halfway through cooking, like I don't know why they didn't just grab lamb, like a lamb shake. If I was here, i grab a lamb shake, and you know what I'd also do, you know? And it's like, and then we go totally. down the rabbit hole of your yeah. dish plan.
1: Oh my and god,
3: I do that, and I gotta stop. There's a little that. bit, you know what it is too? Like, one,
1: you're abs- yeah, you're absolutely right, we all do that to some degree, yeah, right, but it's there's a little peacocking that's happening. That's what that's the part Wait, that what I think does is funny, mean? just like you, you know like I'm trying to impress show you. what I would do, Antonia, yeah,
3: I'd make uh, thought know that, a, I meatballs. feel like that's you know what oh, say, God, wow. me me <laughs> okay. so- say hoisin <laughs> meatball to me one more time say hoisin meatball to me one more time
0: the um, my favorite thing though is that Richard you t- when you you always say if i was in there i would just i'd fuck some shit up and you go, you're like i would go grab a can and i'd throw it in the deep fryer yeah, yeah, and just, it's like i just like really love your off the wall like ridiculousness about that stuff because that's funny. right
1: i was i, I was talking about tide pods like years before they happened on that show <laughs> What's a tie pod <laughs> Tide pod Oh, pods. Tie pods. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But, okay. Um, so no but, more. Okay. So that I shouldn't talk about like what I do or like what do you do you it's want like, us- saying What would be a smart thing? That's cool. Like, you'd okay. be so
0: smart if they did this because that cooks quick and this is how I would use it.
3: Okay. What about? That's fine. Can we say stuff like you don't want us to like explain what's happening? Oh, you should of course explain what's happening. I'm gonna flip oh, okay. it on
1: you though. You know what I I like to do that I don't feel like ever works you might right. like it but i don't okay. think it ever airs is when there's an actual applicable tip that a cook's doing for a home viewer we love that stuff yeah Do you? oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay how many episodes of our show have you watched
3: <laughs> why are you gotta call me <laughs> out <laughs> <laughs> like it all that back? How,
1: first of all first of all easy answer how many have oh, i been in <laughs>
3: i'm actually i'm actually on tonight if you guys want to turn on the television i'm actually nice nice <laughs> i was on this sunday it just started we're 10 minutes yeah. in <laughs> i was on this sunday.
1: Yeah,
0: sunday yeah sunday i was on the uh, valentine's episode.
1: oh yeah
3: um, um we were both on the valentine's episode right. yeah yeah oh and we sent jed home oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Huh. yeah we did. Um, Not before sending okay Marty home, so you hate is really sad. you yeah. hate when well hate. she served us raw chicken um so you hate <laughs> 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 cut throat.
0: Yeah.
3: uh so okay so you hate when i that's, talk about what I, would do. Okay, do I won't do that old. anymore <laughs> what do you what what shouldn't we do when we're judging the food
0: I don't know if that's what you shouldn't do. I think it's. I always love what you should do is I should. I, I like the when game. You, you like when we talk about the game. I like when you guys incorporate the game because I think that we hear the problems that start on the on the cooking mm-hmm. while they're cooking, and so it's cool to hear if it pay, things paid off. And that's how we edit the show together because we have to condense down, you know, thirty minute cook for each person into about. A minute and a half, two minutes per person. Got it. So we look for the we look for the things that you guys bring up in judging, and that helps build what we need to focus on is the story of what they cook. So we have to work backwards a little bit. I'm okay,
3: gonna, I, I'm wait, gonna, I have one I, more question. Okay. My last, and question. then I have a rant.
1: Okay, Let's, okay. All
3: <laughs> <get a laughs> right, my last question is. Who is a better judge, me or Richard Blaze? Oh.
1: <laughs> uh, listen, man. Keep it real. Keep it real. Be a judge on this one Yeah, David. you can. You can. So give me a give me a pro and a con right. of both Antonia and Yeah, Richard oh yeah. Pro and con. I'm not doing good. that. No, no, I that's, want
3: a pro and a con. You're is right. terrible. That's, yes, yes, yes. You're, you're you. now you're now you judging need to do us a pro as judges. And a con, okay? And then okay. it's the finale. Can we add a Who layer? Wins? <laughs> While
0: I'm saying this to Antonia, Richard, can you do my job and tell me what to say? And then I'll tell her?
3: No. Oh, oh
1: man. Oh, okay. oh man. Um, listen, okay, I can do this. Hold on. Okay.
3: Okay. Well,
0: let's
1: reenact this scene. You're going to okay. tell Antonia, and okay. I'm going to... Okay, um, you can just whisper uh, in my ear with okay. the microphones. So um, now, listen, uh, we know it didn't work out that well, so... We know it didn't work out that well. So just, um, you know, make sure that you're saying something nice about her. Okay. Listen,
0: I, I. it's really unfortunate that your chicken was raw. However, um... The application of the. Uh,
3: See how know. hard it I is, David. See well, how hard I'm it is. Well, <laughs> at
1: least you ate the food. I once knew a chef with a Michelin star that served chicken tartare. Who? Uh, <laughs> 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 Gunter Seeger, I think, did it. It's like it. a story. I don't know if he actually did. it Okay, but, but, but you're not getting out of this one. Oh. Yeah, 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 pros and cons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, pros, pros and cons.
3: cons? Like, I like pros and cons. I or, or like. Something. Okay, I like, like being. Ho- I like when people talk to me. We're both standing hard. up on okay. the chopping okay. block. Okay, you are now the future really like, judge. Okay, yeah. and I like. Be, I like to be better too. So since, I want like since Richard is a very also is before we do this, want to
0: start wait. with him so that he can feel better once he hears.
3: Look quick before we say this
1: I just before we say this, just remember what guy told me the other day in confidence. Oh
0: my god. Oh, you're so oh okay. oh! I want to okay. Wanna, can I say go. some All tea right. really quick though? Okay. After right. I remember remember the, 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 the there's that time that Richard had like really ate, like went in on you.
3: Uh, oh. you mean two days ago. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> I can't confirm or deny that part. Yes, but I was told afterwards, and you're like, "What the hell, Richard? Yeah. He got a fist bump from guy yeah, underneath
1: fist his, bump under the table." <laughs> <right after>. That's right. Just keeping dad happy. Wait, fun fact. Richard. Are you kidding me? The reason,
0: But fun fact, the reason why Richard does so much air horn now is because on set, he did so much. <laughs> that basically, he's been banned from making air sounds tr- on is set. True.
1: We told this story on the podcast last week, but mm-hmm. in all fairness, I've been doing air horn on this podcast for at least five weeks. I uh, know, <laughs> but you're not getting out of this. <laughs> not <thing>. getting <laughs> out
3: of <laughs> it. Damn it.
1: All right. I'm you're, so good. You're at judging. You're, Wait. You're, you're judging two of your favorite judges. Okay. Um, and you got it. You got It's you gotta, okay.
3: Sometimes listen, no, Blaze gives it to me straight. I give it that's, to him straight. Like, that's true. That's very like, true.
0: This is not me kissing ass, but I have I'm having a hard time thinking of a negative for you. <laughs>
1: Thank you for acknowledging whose <laughs> podcast you're on.
0: I do think that your insecurities is, is your only negative.
3: Oh, Ooh, that's cotton
0: tea. But, <laughs> but I mean in the sense where like I'll make a joke to you in your ear like maybe like about your hair or something and then I, you wear it on your or face for lip- the rest of the round. Or his
3: <laughs> lipstick. <laughs>
0: and, then, and, then my lip, and then you're just like, are you all right? There was one episode like where you wore a sweater that with bad lighting over and it just made you look a little man booby <laughs> and I told you to just pull the sweater down because it was making you look a little man booby and you it was so
1: hard for you to get back into the zone it's so good it's so true also I really value your like fashion sense oh my god and you're like when you tell me when you tell someone man boobie like that's not like you can't walk back from that
3: How how do you? You can't change your outfit. That's right. Right. Like you're in it. Continuity
0: (laughs) screwed. But it was just slouching. That was the issue. But it's like, how do you tell someone they have man boobs without saying the word man boobs? Like, like
1: your pectoral area is casting (laughs) shadows. Like, come on. That was when I had an unfortunate schmedium v neck that day. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it was was not sitting right. All right. Okay. So now time for Antonio. I get no critique. And now time for Antonia. So
3: basically. Mine is You're my peer, insecurity. Peer perfect other that's than. That's my,
0: my
1: insecurity. You're easily shaken. That I could, you're easily shaken sometimes. Do, do some, ooh, ooh, but not ooh, all the, not no, all the time. Yeah, no, easily shaken when it comes yeah. to his appearance. That's true. That's, that's true. Yeah. But that yeah, comes right?
3: from like being a fat kid. Yeah, that's yeah. absolutely true. Yeah. Thank
1: you. We're gonna, we're gonna, <laughs> we're, true. The post follow-up to this one is going to be the therapy session. Tony and myself. All right, so now Antonio LaFossa, who I have not seen judge. I've seen her on Cutthroat a lot. I have not seen a lot of your guys' grocery games. So. Oh, I think, I think
0: what's... I think that I love this about you, right? I like find that it's sometimes hard is like you turn on the Haterade for a second because you're just like, it's not going to work. It's just not going to work. There's no way that's going to work. Like just put couscous in with like nine minutes. It's not going to happen. Like, and we're like, well, it cooked in four minutes. So like, what do you want? Right. Like, you know what I mean? And like, and I think the reason why it's hard is because, I have to. My job is even if things aren't complicated, it's to help you guys set up the difficulty of a challenge, oh. or help tell the success of the judges or the the chefs. You know. Um, so you're so. saying
3: I'm a negative Nancy, occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> but when I judge them at the table, I'm really. Oh, worried. you're
0: awesome on the, the judging tasting side. But that's the, where we were. No, you were on the cook. We were cooking. Oh, we're, we're cooking. still on the cook oh, side. Look how sensitive someone Antonio was cooking, and, <laughs> and, and like we she put in like 50 ingredients into this 900 thing. 900 ingredients. And we were just so impressed by everything. And like, and then the Kusus was going in this and this and this and this. And you're like, it's not going to happen. Like, guys, it's just not going to happen. Like, guys, <laughs> I like, turn to each side. But like, I thought well, we I mean, were supposed how- to...
3: Okay, so... I thought that we're supposed to like make it like dun dun dun. It's not gonna happen. Do
0: you see what happened? She just flipped her
1: critique onto me. She did, (laughs) but also talk about insecurity. Like now we're in a real moment right now. Like this is like a real real. moment. No, I wanted. You notice I haven't said anything in, like three minutes. I
3: am not offended in any way. I want to know because really I thought that we're supposed to like, you know, for like is it like nail biting? Like is it gonna happen? So if I'm like it's never gonna happen, like she's never gonna get it in, is like. Could be a, it's never going to happen. And then all of a sudden she does it and it's like a happy thing.
0: True, true. My ideal line from you in a situation like that is like, chef so-and-so has couscous that hasn't gone in the pot yet. There's
3: only nine minutes left. Is that going to cook? I'm
0: worried it's going to happen. So make it more of a question. There's no way that can happen. Tee it up, you know, but you're just like, nope. Nope. Not going to (laughs) happen. Couscous. Nope. Not going (laughs) to happen.
1: Never going to happen. I've tried it. (laughs)
0: That's forward, (laughs) it's only four minutes later. She's like serving. She's like stirring perfectly fluffed
3: (laughs) couscous. (laughs) I was like, okay, well, um, anyway. oh, I got yelled at today because of a tagine situation because she was just like, I'm making tagine. I was like, you're not making tagine. You have to actually cook it in a tagine to make a tagine, and then there's like a steam that happens, and it happens over like hours, and then it goes into the oven. And she was just like, and then they were like, you can't say that. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, I won't say it. How?
0: <laughs> I know I'm making that so frenzied. Cover yep. your mic. I-, I was like, just so you know, like you you can't just say not say, it, and you're like,
3: fine, I won't. You're I know. I was like, like I, w- I mean. The crazy part is, I'll say it at judges' table when they can't hear me, and you guys can use whatever you want to use. But yeah. like when I'm in front of them, I'm always like, True. "Thank you for the tagine." Right? <laughs> Which it's by so the way, it's so fluffy. It's <laughs> your couscous is so fluffy, and you're, it's amazing how this couscous cooked in the tagine so quickly. <laughs> like, Who has to do more pickups? I do zero pickups. Um, Eddie I mean, Jackson,
1: I usually pick up for other people.
0: Wow. Uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I honestly okay. the pick up, the pickups are hard. We only do pickups <laughs> basically because we give you guys only 60 seconds to, to give a That's judging. right. The shot and, We and don't then, give you what Did we ma- mean. I think we
1: mentioned that. Yeah, we got a shot so, clock. So to I, I think keep we should talk going. about this.
0: Right. So most food shows like, you know, hours are spent on judging and tasting and it is just arduous. I right. it's like it's I mean there's a probably a happy medium somewhere. We only do sixty seconds. It's right. very fast. And I think that what happens is that and that actually this is this is my criticism for both of you. Ooh. Um, can't wait go. Sometimes, now it's getting real. sometimes there only are an hour in. Yeah right. Just now. Now yeah. he's, he's okay, losing lose. up. He feels comfortable now. Okay, um, yeah. Is that it's hard sometimes? You know, you guys talk for a minute each, and then we go move into deliberation where you guys have to des- decide who goes home, and then reasons come up to send someone home that were never brought up by any oh, of the three judges. True. So And then yes. we send them home, this and we have true. to say why, and then we have to do pickups afterwards, where we basically have you give that critique. <laughs> I'm going to well, flip this So on I'm going to throw though. this on you, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah flip because this on I've you actually
3: too. never had to do pick up, so i'm assuming that doesn't happen with me
0: <laughs> <laughs> the thing <laughs> i love benettonia yeah. judging is if she's never done a
3: pickup right i haven't i've never I'm done just, a pickup I'm just Fair answering enough. that positive um, this on you too so we, i can't wait to hear but, what you, so, you're, you're gonna but, say oh, man. No, no no in in my defense and i actually watched an, an episode from from video village so i can understand how it actually can be confusing right but i think in that moment we are trying to, for the person in front of us, obviously not break their dreams. So, giving them a positive and negative, and then what kind of happens afterwards <laughs> is that you kind of think through the dishes as in comparison to all three of them, because you're not giving them can critique in comparison to whatever you've tasted before. Right, right. But, I mean?
0: but there, but there, can be things like, "What was that pink marshmallowy fluffy thing on top of it?" That's yeah, but here's this awful. is where I'm
1: I'm gonna flip it on you. Okay. That, that's part of the problem with the shot clock. Is like you're also sort yeah. of, like, I'm just I saying, like, I mean, listen, oh, I, I understand that we, you need it for, not for Antonio, but some people need the shot it clock. It wasn't
0: my decision to put a clock. I think it's good, seconds, actually. So, no. I
1: think it's good.
3: Yeah, it's I think you need, to but I, off I would like things. 90 seconds. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we should say. <laughs> nice, right. I, I would yeah, like another 15, 20 seconds, USB and I think it would be good. Yeah. 90 minute, a minute is quick. Is I want really a three-point
1: line. If we're going to have a shot clock, I want a three-point line. Right, If I say something really good, it's like,
3: you get another episode. Boom. Yeah.
1: You get another 30 seconds. Exactly. Oh, my
0: my God, <laughs> that would be really, really. Great. I have to say that I I commend you both so, and and most of our judges so much because I
3: think they that get it done in that minute. to
0: Actually, be able to taste it, process what you're what you're what you're tasting, figure out what's right or wrong about it, and then talk about it. And then I'm in your ear like, don't forget to say like how right. this, this it's hard. Five it's hard. It's actually not easy. It's right. really yeah. hard. And, and you guys, you see. know what? Okay,
1: I can't stand when you do that to me. <laughs> when you're like, remember it was it was budget channel, <laughs> it was budget challenge. Yeah. <laughs> And, and she like, it when you remind me, bucks. I'm like, all right, I got to talk oh, about okay. it. see notes? notes. Is it harder, right. Antonia, real quick, easier or harder to go first or last in critique?
3: Uh, last. It, it is harder hard. to go
1: last because yeah, you're running out of things to talk about. Well, because yeah. and you don't want to say the same thing.
3: Exactly. If you're working, you know, like when you're a really horrible
1: judges. judge, when you're like, I want to echo what Antonia said. <laughs> true right that's the worst yeah, anytime you're like I, I agree with my esteemed oh, colleague here i do here. that I agree know like what though? no it's, it's usually that's when there's like sometimes when there's a
0: lot of big dogs but we'll actually use that for an edit now which we didn't used to we wanted original thoughts from everybody right. but now it's it's playing into more recent episodes in post i well, believe that i have original screen. thoughts
3: right. i believe i have a lot of original thoughts i believe that's that i miss
0: america thing to say
3: Nice. I believe you I have do. You
0: very uh, you you have very no. Original you do. Thoughts. You have very original thoughts. I just meant the statement. The oh. Sentence
3: was. I believe that other people itself. I've judged with don't have original thoughts. <laughs> this is definitely getting into a therapy
1: session. Um, yeah. So who's better, Antonio or me? Yeah, or yeah. You didn't okay.
3: answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> you can say um, who you like better. I'll it's say okay. that right now.
0: I think Richard is better because he's been on the show for yeah. so long. You I know, mean, Richard Blaze was. on he's a season better competitor? One
1: oh hands that's easy hands, down. That's, easy. hands, <laughs> hands that's, down that's honestly i that's something that you're i, I you're fear, out of control i fear richard like, you're Blaise. on another level like you're like mega you're like mega antonio right stop. now stop no, no richard, you're like a transformer Blaise... you're not even like the same person like i'm f- sorry okay. i just like she's i, w- I don't want to like i know you're going to do this now next season i don't want her judging me <laughs> but i also like i don't want to have to cook up i don't want to cook against her
0: anymore well What's Anymore. interesting is that you turn into a very – Richard turned into a very different person when you're competing.
1: I do. And I like to avoid you when
3: you're I competing. love when he's competing. Ooh. Okay. This I is what Richard I was going to say. Plays when when How hard is
1: it to deal with, let's be honest, the egos and feelings when you have like the oh, all-stars that's... competing? Um, And judging
0: It depends Some of them are really Some people are very easy To deal with And and for the most part Everyone knows it's just Especially for all stars They know it's a game They get it They've judged it They understand how it works I'm not one of those people You poke holes In every little thing That I say And I'm trying to give you So good But you know what it is Like no You said five ingredients Or less Is it actually five ingredients Or is it gonna be four And then you're gonna like Give me a one later Like You (sighs) You know what I have spent 16 weeks with you (laughs) 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 I apologize to both of you (laughs) I do
1: that to people I love I do it to my wife all the time it means that i'm close no to you. it's not just that it's also it's your that process
0: you're you're a very you're a very smart methodical thing yes. you both are but i it's like the gears are turning in such a good way it's almost like an engineer's brain so, you're finding the, the
3: weaknesses but no do you of, know what that is ambiguities but you what know are, what that what is, is that? that's ptsd <laughs> <laughs> <Pretty much. laughs> that's that's post-traumatic stress disorder right. like we've spent Weeks in like covered vans, like not knowing where we were being taken, (laughs) not knowing when we were seeing our families like and we would spend hours analyzing what was about to happen because this sense of the unknown became a little overwhelming. I I right. think like I think that experience that we had was a very sort of daunting, overwhelming and has yeah. scarred us
1: And the good thing it's it's even though I might get crazy, I do get over it on grocery games.
3: Yeah. Like I like
1: it, there is like it's, it's it's at least I'm getting better. I'm just saying remember, that I'm getting better to, because yeah. it only takes now maybe a week or so. Do you remember yeah. when we used to like <laughs> right. sit
3: there and like plot out like what was happening of course, and we of used course. to sit oh, there and like But I can't be the o- I can't
1: be the only one. No,
3: you're pretty well, you do, you do that pretty well yourself. You
1: when you lost Alice Gordon that was Listen, we both have moments like this in our triple G history. It was interesting.
0: And I felt bad because you came up to me right afterwards and you were like surprised, hurt. you were like, come Richard on. Richard doesn't I, like don't you to think lose. I did a better dish.
1: And the problem was that I didn't I don't think I, I actually did a better tasted final both dish. your dishes. Yeah. I didn't do a better final dish. That wasn't the issue.
0: No, no. And but the really, really crappy part for me was you're like, what was wrong with my dish? And you're like really asking me and I wanted to answer, but I said, yeah. like I don't feel like I have the authority to tell you, but oh, I was just like, I yeah, was just like, well, the, I was like, a, well, uh, you didn't really like have enough salt and acid in your dish. Right. Yeah. And I was like, that's it? Like the, the, the thing that. What did you since,
1: make? It was a, it was one of the, it was a challenge you just did. Uh, each aisle. The, yeah. Or did you one ingredient that? per one ingredient aisle. One ingredient per aisle. I remember that. And I pretty much dominated you frog, the whole cr- cr- competition. made frog well, not really. I dominated uh, a good part of the par- competition until this final round. Yeah, and uh, but and then there was also some time issues. But you know, we won't get into that. Yeah, um, but,
0: I know you're talking about. Yeah, but it, it was, was just a- it was just interesting, and I felt bad. I felt yeah. just so awful. And and I, shouldn't think, have felt I think I think what's you
1: th- shouldn't have felt bad. That's that's different. Well, I'm, I think I'm, 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 I'm going to ask whoever's next to me those questions.
0: All right. Well, I think here's what's interesting about my job on this show with you guys is I think that I you want crossed- you're the better judge. Yeah, you won. Go. Didn't. Goodbye. No, I didn't. I'll take but the... I think that I have a more of a relationship with you guys than most people who are in the ears of judges have, and so that's where you I do. realize that that's kind of the icky part of it is that I've like that when things happen like that like you lose and you're feeling really bad about it I'm just like oh well also just guess no you know. listen we, oh. Get, oh. we, we get, get over it never per- and it's
3: we get never over per- it and it's not really right. anything yeah. like here's the thing when we lose and for the record when I thought I was gonna lose the other day I was gonna like flip a table and kick a camera person on the way out exactly. see oh yeah right. I was pissed but we get over it and it's not real in the moment but are oh. like a... what are you over that I'm not over was, oh. <laughs> I, I, don't I don't know, know if bullshit. that's um, okay aired yet. Yeah, okay. oh, um, but
1: we get over it. Right. We get over it. Yeah,
3: we get over it because we realize that there's just a certain amount of gameplay that happens. Yeah, I love your guys' gameplay Except face, when, though. except when Richard tells me that like my dish isn't my dish and it's not me cooking. Oh. <laughs>
1: Oh but my dad gosh! Gave me some high fives for that one. Oh my
0: gosh! <laughs> I want
1: to
3: I want to have that conversation but that's, offline. Listen, I, I
1: think we're both saying the same thing though. David Lewis, you're yep. like an amazing producer. You're Thank a talent. You. You're a Thank friend. You. Yeah. W- nothing's ever
3: personal. Yeah, of like, course. I, I, I mess that.
1: up all the time, especially when I'm cooking. Yeah, and uh, I don't want to ever make you feel weird because I also know that I do that. I also know that I make people feel weird when I'm like ultra competitor. Yeah. But that's why I say like I don't like. Cook, do you cook know what this much.
0: feels like right now? Like, you guys are here, StoryCorps, like NPR. That's like in the mornings on Fridays. You're like now they play some guitar music and they like we're gonna <laughs> find it <laughs> a... yeah they're gonna find <laughs> some like some um conversation between two people that needs to be had over a long period of time and like they archive it in like the i don't want exactly. the national archives yeah. this just sounds like it's some it's like revelation
1: conversation like it's just you know what i think you're right let's let's part two some of this okay i got a question though for you since yeah? we're here you I thought we were
3: going to gonna go on a rant. You said something about going on no, a rant. No, right. that I wasn't my rant. I mean, oh, uh,
1: no, but yeah. seriously, like you guys want to just go grab some dinner or something or just something to eat? <laughs> yeah. I just want some, some French dinner. fries. Yeah. Let's go grab dinner. Hey, everyone. Uh, listen, thanks so much for listening and thank you to our sponsors who made this episode possible and many other episodes. Green Chef, get $50 off your first box. GreenChef.us slash Richard. And of course to True Car for always being there for us, True Car. Visit True Car for a better car buying experience. Until next week, stay hungry.
0: Thanks for listening to Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze. Download new episodes every Tuesday on the Podcast One app, Apple Podcasts, or PodcastOne.com.